Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of today's show. You can check us out on Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, What is on your mind on this Wednesday as we creep closer to Christmas? And, of course, the Birmingham Bowl, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. Now we are less than two weeks away from finally kicking that bowl game off. Still a lot of practicing to go for the Pirates and uh, a lot of talk leading up to that bowl game so we'll do that today and a whole lot more with our guests coming up at around 3 30 we'll talk to former east carolina running back brandon simmons uh he is actually mentoring uh tamir brown who is coming in as a transfer from north carolina to east carolina so we'll talk about that east carolina defensive back commit uh brandon's got a lot of bowl memories we'll talk about that and uh his thoughts on east carolina taking on coastal carolina to wrap up the 2022 season so the big fella brandon simmons going to join us at around 3 30 in hour number two we'll talk to patrick mason from the daily reflector a lot of hoops and football to talk about with patrick as east carolina will have a neutral side game uh, coming up this saturday you can watch it on espn plus they'll take on south carolina in greenville south carolina so we'll talk pirate basketball they're coming off a win and of course east carolina football as well hour three steven igo hoist the colors a ton to talk about with igo as far as the transfer portal goes um, coaching carousel everything going on right now in college athletics specifically what's going on at east carolina so we'll dive into all that we have a treasure chest winner coming up in hour number three and uh plenty of 40 bowls in 14 days we still got a ton of bowl games to pick i've also added two new songs to the arsenal 40 bowls in 14 days so um ellerby will participate here in a moment and have the choice of his genre of music um as he picks his bowl game shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is here looking like an easter egg looking good today and ellerby is to my left hello jonathan what's up clipper you excited for bowl season christmas what's rank them one or two um i guess chris christmas one bowl season one a really one a one b bowl season starts friday gonna have uh, you know i think there's the game start like at 11 or 12 o'clock on friday the only thing better than day baseball is day college football day college football nothing in the bahamas nothing like it yeah nothing like it are you so i guess you are fired up i think i'm getting ready to do a pick them sheet with my son here probably thursday night and uh i like i actually like following the scores better than i do watching all the bowl games but uh it'll definitely be uh something to you know turn espn on when you get home or at night before you go to bed check your phone see what's going on so we got a couple Friday and then uh, a bunch on Saturday for folks to 
follow and even uh monday tuesday pretty much once we get through this weekend uh it's here i mean they're going to be on and uh you know have an opportunity to to watch them all yeah i mean the could you could you imagine if the pirates were playing in that fenway bowl this saturday at 11 o'clock you could be preparing for the bud light pregame tailgate at seven o'clock would you rather get it out of the way now or have it uh after christmas i was kind of pulling for the fenway bowl slot I, i thought out of i mean it was i think the only saturday choice we had for a for a bowl selection yeah. myrtle beach was on a monday the current bowl we're in birmingham's on a tuesday the uh, tampa bowl was on the friday before christmas I, I mean i was pulling for the tampa bowl for the team because i thought that would have been a fun destination for them to spend before the break and then they would have been home late the 23rd or early on the 24th at home for christmas now you know they're they're not going to be home for christmas they're going to be in birmingham alabama so uh yeah i, I was uh, i had the fenway bowl ranked kind of high of uh it's one of the first kind of bowl games i mean especially first saturday bowl game so maybe it caught a lot of people's attention probably would have been a distraction to the last people doing a lot of christmas shopping but men would have been out in sports bars around lunchtime watching the pirates play yeah i saw the uh the layout it is pretty cool and again i wouldn't be going to it but um seeing it on uh just a a picture of it it, it's pretty neat and the monster is kind of far off the the side of the field but the configuration does look pretty neat it'll be interesting what the weather is supposed to be in boston this saturday so i think the pirates i think Myrtle Beach would have been the number one travel destination for getting the most fans at a ball game. Yeah. I think Fenway would probably have been number two. And then Tampa and Birmingham probably rank. You know, Tampa's probably ahead of Birmingham just because it's Tampa. And then, uh, you know, I, just the problem was flying back Christmas Eve. That was the big issue. I, everybody I talked to that when Tampa was the speculation was like, well, who's going to make the phone call to their wife on Christmas Eve and say, American Airlines has delayed our flight, you know, or you know they've canceled this. There's there's travel delays. You know, yeah. what the zoo that one of the busiest travel days of the year. So uh, that that was probably uh, keeping a lot of people off the uh, travel list to go into Tampa. But uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, Are you going to the ham? I'm not going to the ham. I'm I'm unavailable. I will be working here at uh, Pirate Radio behind the scenes, getting stuff done for the end of the year, so we can. Look forward to a bigger and better 2023. But we have a great team going down to to Birmingham, and we'll have a great team here bringing you great coverage uh, starting at uh, 245 on the 27th. That is right. Four hours before the kickoff and after the game, the final edition of the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Collins Show. And I don't know, maybe does the bowl game win or loss have an impact on how you will look at this season? Uh, I I think so. I think it. I think it puts a negative or positive cap on it. Either way, it's it's either or at this point. Because I think if you lose, it definitely does. It, if you win, it's a li- yeah. It takes the, the edge off a little. I, I think. I think if you win, I think the the storyline is Holt Nailers and a lot of this. They, they finish with a championship. They 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 walk out of here winners. Their final game. All the seniors that have helped turn the program back around into the expectation that. You know, East Carolina is ex- pretty much expected to win seven or eight games a year. Yeah. That's kind of the, the the bar of what Pirate fans expect. And I, there were so many close losses this year. I think it would help uh, forget some of those. And uh, I look at it the same way when, I think I said it before, that, that Beefo Brady Bowl when they beat Ohio. It was kind of a game that like, hey, 
Pirate fans kind of, I mean, this is kind of a game we need to finish on top and win. And uh, I think it, I don't know what it'll tell you about next year's team because I think you can't worry about next year's team at this point because of the state of college football with the portal and everything yeah. else. But I, I just think, I think it does, if, if the Pirates lose, if it's bad like it was against Houston or if it's close like it was against NC State or Navy, then I think it's, you know, it's the coulda, shoulda, woulda, or, you know, this team. You know, it didn't happen. So I, I think if there's a team that's playing with a purpose during bowl season, I would think it would be this East Carolina football team. And I don't think you can say that for a lot of the other football teams that are going bowling right now. Um, so I, I think I, I think, and I hope that this East Carolina football team is, is focused and dedicated to uh, getting a win. And it could come down to a kick, LRB, as many games have this year and uh, some bowl games in the past as well. The Hawaii Bowl won on a kick. We know about the Liberty Bowl struggles trying to kick a football. Um, But uh, that has been a big storyline throughout the year for ECU football. And we'll see uh, if that is a factor in the game coming up uh, on the 27th. I think one of the weird storylines on this, and this is something that's kind of just developed this week, is that the Coastal Carolina quarterback is in the portal or going in the portal, but is going to play. That's a very unusual circumstance. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know what, what to make of it. I mean, if it's a good thing for this kid or if it's a bad thing for this kid, I mean, yeah, it's an audition, but it seems like he's getting a lot of interest. There are rumors that Auburn's looking at him and other, I mean, so I, I to me, it seems like he could only hurt his stock maybe by having a bad bowl game or getting hurt. Uh, by, by playing in the bowl game. So uh, I, I feel like that's a very interesting storyline. And, of uh, course, Mike Houston was on on the Brian Bailey show, and uh, he mentioned, I mean, this team was 9-1 and one with this kid at the quarterback. So he is a difference maker. Yeah. And, and, uh, and when he plays for this team. So I, th- I think there, there's, from from an East Carolina perspective, that there is a lot of interest and a lot of things to watch and monitor during this bowl game. I, I was. I just wanted to interject. Uh, as far as the rumors go, he is he's scheduled to visit Auburn this week, and the rumor is, according to some sources, that uh, that that it's just a formality that he is planning to commit to Auburn. Uh, although he's got a couple of other schools that he is planning to visit, uh, but I when you were talking about you were trying to figure out, you know, why he made that decision. I wonder how much of the fact that the backup quarterback was arrested uh, and has been suspended indefinitely from the team, how much that has factored into his his decision. Because what if it was a situation where McCall says, uh, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to enter the transfer portal, and uh, he had not quite made the announcement. The backup quarterback gets arrested. Now the coaches have to say, "Hey, can you stick around at least long enough for the for the bowl game?" Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, well, I mean, my, I, my it, argument to that would be surely it, on the front side of what you just said. If he has, it, if it's just a formality that he's going to Auburn, that's according to some of the tweets I saw this morning, okay, which means he probably has a NIL deal done to go to Auburn to to make some money, right? Then why would you stay? I, I don't think you care anything about. Coastal Carolina. Well, that's a good point. He cares about his buddies. Well, but I'm saying, like, what if he, what if he gets hurt, blows his knee out? Well, my thought was maybe this, the the arrest had something to do with it. But that was before I saw the tweets this morning about the possibility of him going to Auburn and committing to them. I can't imagine Auburn or his future team wants him to play. There's nothing to be gained for them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but maybe they're letting. I mean, that's the only one that makes rational sense to me. If you're Auburn and you're gonna and maybe i mean obviously no paperwork is going to be signed right 
But I mean, I don't. They can do a handshake deal. But can he go ahead and he could not play, and could he go ahead and sign with Auburn like next week when it's signing day? Yeah. I mean, then then it's then it's a done deal, and he doesn't have to worry about. Then all he has to focus on is about playing in the SEC next year. I I just don't know what the upside is for for him or for Auburn for him to play in this football game if that's the case. I I just I think he just wants to give it one more go with his guys before he splits down and i just i don't see i mean the only upside is is that maybe he can notch another win and or get if there's some sort of career mark he wants to set in the Sun Belt because he was like the three-time player of the year or something i just to to me i I just feel like in the world the way the college football and college athletics works now you have to look after yourself first and i don't think he he's doing a very good job of doing that so you're saying he's being kind of selfish leaving but not selfish enough he, he, absolutely, he is not. He is he is being too good of a team player to stay and play with Coastal Carolina. Well, and I think it's selfish because he sees the numbers ECU's defense has been given up and says, "I'm about to light this uh, Christmas tree up." Well, and that could be the case too. But uh, and win a bowl game. But, you keep saying Auburn. Is that like a? Is that like where he's going? According Auburn? to sources, were you not listening to Shirley Rhodes? No, he wasn't. He, he's he's not a great listener. Well, no, I. He's more eye candy. I, I, I kept hearing, well, I don't know about that, but I don't know. What were you doing the last 10 minutes, Chandler? Making sure everything's up and running on okay. the live stream. Good job. And we are on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your job's done. Yeah. Put a check mark beside Check that. and check. <laughs> hey, jump on Twitter. Look up uh, McCall and Auburn. See what you find out. <laughs> but uh, no, what if, he do- no, what if he does go to Auburn? Because, <laughs> look, if he, what if he goes to Auburn? Yeah. That's where Hugh, Hugh Freeze is going, yeah. and then his former coach is going to Liberty to take Hugh Freeze's spot. Mind blown. Do we need to ask Shirley if Chandler was her source? That, <laughs> that was some good dot connecting, though, there, Chandler. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we thought, what if he goes with his old coach? Yeah. I may need a four-minute timeout here. Can we? Is it too early to take a break? Just Chandler just kind of blew my mind here. I mean, I just I may have to recoup. Uh, you want to pick a bowl game real quick? I'd love to. Yes. All right. 40 bowls in 14 days. Ellerby, you have the choice. So we have the... Um, the original, which is uh, by a, an alter- alternative alternative rock band called Jet. Uh, that's the original 40 Bowl song. We have an updated one with heavy metal. We added a country music one that we debuted yesterday, which is fantastic. Today, I put together an 80s-style hip-hop uh, and also Christmas. So, And there's a special one for Troy tomorrow. We actually did three today. Oh, can I, We've been busy today. Can I take there. Troy's just for fun? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of your era, too. Well, I mean, it's kind of like I could give my gift for Troy to me, you know, or something. Kinda, you know what? You, it, do you want to do that? Kind of one up. Yeah, let's play Troy's. <laughs> oh, what a call. What a call by let's, Ellery. Let, let's let's, let's rail, railroad this thing. All right. Okay. Well, no. Then Troy can come in and critique it, you know? This was uh, going to be debuted tomorrow, but, no. of course, it, it, uh, it can still be play tomorrow but ellerby wants the troy d version of 40 bowls in 14 days shirley let's hear it 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days 14 Day, 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 day. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. 40 bowls 
in 14 days. 40 bulls in 14 days. 40 bulls in 14 days. Do you know the words? 40 bulls in 14 days. You got it. 40 bulls. Oh, I shouldn't have done it. Troy D is here. 40 bulls in 14 days. 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 There it is. Man. 40 bulls in 14 days. Was that the whole crew participating? That was Clip Brock, Shirley Rhodes, and Chandler Honeycutt. A special tribute to Troy D., which Ellerby has taken for himself. Yes, I just I just hijacked that. And Troy D is here. Hey, Troy. Hey, Clip. Uh, you've done a lot of parody songs and a lot of different musical uh, features here over the years at Pirate Radio, for a number of years, by the way. And uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying this uh, lightly. That is the greatest song you've ever done here at Pirate Radio. That is awesome. Job well done. Thank it's you. fantastic. Thanks. I think we should. We just, just have took a, one song and said forty bowls in fourteen perfect. days a bunch yeah. over. And you nailed it. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, well, I, I think we should great. just run it as a loop for like the next hour. I think when Clip and Briley did, it's the time of your life. Yeah, that probably was. That was probably the best, the yeah, best that was one. Good too. That was the best one y'all yeah. did. This was a great one though. Nicely done, Clip. Yeah, I'm for, glad I could for, uh, for the '80s. Glad I could do that for Ellerby today. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And uh, if you could just uh, drop that on a mixtape for Troy D, yeah. he could uh, put it in. I would have figured you would have gone country or something. Well, he said he played country yesterday. <laughs> no, he yeah. did that just to take your song. Yeah. Well, I mean, you offer if you just said I got another one, I can't offer it to you. But yeah. it was offered. I, I, no, it's good. We're gonna play it again tomorrow. You know, it, great. It, I'm it, glad. It was kind of like if he said, "Hey, look, we got donuts here." And yeah. You're like, but these are one. for Troy. These but are, I put them right in front of you. You're yeah. like, well, there's more than one donut. Yeah, we got a dozen. You And then Troy would say, "Well, I'm not a donut guy." Troy's not a big song guy. I am an 80s guy. (laughs) That is true. I am. Right. All right. So nice. approved. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's the bowl game now? Uh, oh, it's a doozy. The Quick Lane Bowl. Oh, I don't even know who's in. That's in uh, Detroit. Very good. Who's in it? Who's in it? I'm gonna go Toledo. No. And okay. Um, I feel like they're always in it. We already uh, picked the game Toledo was in. I was going to see if that was you. No, that was Brian North. Uh, Bowling Green, that is the Mac school this yeah. year, Troy, okay. instead of Toledo. And New Mexico State. Not a guy, guess mm. that. Rising from the ashes. Wow. Who can guess their mascots? I can. Chandler? Oh, I think I know them. Oh, you do? Roadrunners. All yeah. right. And, and who else? New Mexico State is the Roadrunners. That's what I'm guessing. And then what's Bowling Green? Bowling Green is, uh, oh man, we I, we played them in football. I believe Bowling Green was the very first football game I was ever at ECU here in Greenville. Okay. Uh, I was 19. And their mascot is? That's a great story. Oh. But <laughs> cool, Green, neat story. Yeah. Bowling Green was, uh, God, what are they? There's Can you lock in your car? Yeah, I had it kept it running. Dope, so dope. I wanted to make sure it was locked. You um, kept it running? Well, because I heard, I, I was getting ready to leave and then i heard this i was like well, all right come in for do, do you want to guess bowling green because uh, you're wrong on it's like go state <laughs> you're going to go over <laughs> it's, a, it's a bird isn't it a bird it is uh, yeah i'm asking yeah it, i believe their mascot's like a, yeah. like a bird what yes. kind of bird yes uh 
God, I can see the mascot, the outline of the mascot. Why don't you go fill your car up and come back? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember damn Bowling Green. You're over two. And it's yep. weird because Bowling Green, you'd think their color would be green, but it's actually brown. The brown and primary, orange. Yeah, it's yeah. their primary color. All right. Chandler, do you know? Uh, Bowling Green. I know they're from Ohio. New Mexico State is the Aggies. Correct. That is correct. All right. And Bowling Green is an eagle? No. Incorrect. It's Shirley. Falcon, I guess. It is a Falcon. Yes. Okay. Never I was mind. About to say, you got to be Falcon kidding me. It's what uh, John, Don Jaworski's uh, pet, pet Julio Jones. That's right. He's a Falcon. He's um, a Falcon. Bowling Green versus New Mexico State Monday at two thirty LRB. This is uh, right up your alley. Day pick. football. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Mac Attack. Of course, Bowling Green. How you know they're not going to lose that game? Okay, it's almost a home game for them. Are you? New gar- Mexico State's not excited about having to go to Detroit to play that. Are game. Are you guaranteeing that, Tony Collins? Absolutely not. But they they will. Th- th- that's an easy pick, is what I'm saying. I bet you the money line on them is huge. How much you want to bet on that? What's the know. spread on the game? I have no idea. I'm just figuring they're big favorites. Can you looking up the spread there? Clipper? Bowling Green minus three and a half. Three and a half, huge favorites. Huge favorites. Oh, more than a field goal. Yes. Now that Troy's so confident in it, I'm taking the Mexico State money line. I mean, I mean I, I'm up. embarrassed that I said Bowling Green out loud. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like to change your pick? I just know the back teams do well in bowling games. Do. They do. Well, they do well, I think. Stop agreeing field. with me. I'm going to stop saying <laughs> they, they do. Troy, what do you think? And then I'll go opposite. <laughs> All right, Troy, we'll uh, see you. <laughs> Chad said, I know it's cold, but how many layers does Troy D have on? <laughs> Let's count them down. All right, I got my uh, winter tactical jacket on. Which is one. I have a Pirate Radio hoodie. What kind of tactics are you doing in that? Well, thing? it's just, you know, the winter uh, tactical jacket. It's kind of cool. Um, it's kind of like winter camouflage, if you will. Mm-hmm. I can't hardly audience. see him. <laughs> I've got the Pirate Radio hoodie on. That's two. Beautiful hoodie. Got a uh, thick t-shirt on underneath that. That's Number three. three. So uh, I believe that's it. That's okay. I've got three layers just on. Three. Chad. Yes, you you three. got like a not a dessert layer on? <laughs> no, just, <laughs> I'm just going three. And I'm still cold, by the way. Did you see it was in the 20s today? It was 29 this morning. Yeah. It was terrible. It like got down to 27. Have you thought about moving? <sighs> Man, more weather like this, yes. I think we should open up like a southern branch of Pirate Radio, like down at Key West. That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. I could run that Speaking operation Speaking of Key West, do you there. remember when we interviewed Mike West, uh, Mike Leach in uh, Key West? He was out of football, and he was go- he was yeah. come to do the NC State. I played State, that yesterday. Yeah, the, the NC show. State East Carolina game, and he and he he stopped and ordered with the waitress while he was doing the interview with him. I saw down at Key West, Captain Tony's, the little saloon there. They uh, honored him with his with his own bar stool uh, at that uh, at that bar down in Key West. Yeah, he was one of the greatest characters of, of college football of all time. And I was reading up uh, some articles on him, and uh, this was one they wrote. A Lincoln Riley memory from him, and he, this was back when Lincoln was, and really he kind of gave Lincoln his, his start. You know, he took him, he took Lincoln under his wing, gave him an opportunity, told him he's not good enough to play football, but hey, I'd like you to coach with me, and he, he put him on as a grad assistant. But uh, Lincoln said he was in the office and he's talking to this guy, and he like couldn't figure out who he's talking to, and it's like it's kind of going on and on, the conversation's going all over the place. At one point, the guy's cell phone drops out. Coach Leach, Leach calls him back, and uh, they talk for another 20 minutes. And at the end, Lincoln goes, Coach, just curious, who, who was that? He goes, he said they, they talked for like 60 minutes. He said, Coach said, oh, that was the wrong number. Wow. <laughs> he talked to the guy for an hour. It was a wrong number. Man. yeah, so That's Mike, the type of guy Coach Leach was, man. Mike, Mike Leach will be missed. 
the fat little girlfriends, all, all the great moments. But if you think about sideline reporters going on and off the field, all the funny things like he said like that, like if you think I heard a montage, I think 99% of it I agreed with. Like all his takes. Like I think, in my opinion, he's he was right on everything. So you thought his team wouldn't play good because of their fat little girl? Well, I think he had a point. I think some of them were distracted, maybe for their fat little girlfriends, and maybe they did have fat little girlfriends back then. Oh, I think Candy Corn's garbage. He doesn't like it. You know, I, I think a lot of the stuff he talked about, he told the guy to elope. That's good. That's good advice for people that are getting married. Don't waste a ton of money on a wedding. Go elope. Save that money. Put it into a house. Get a new car. I thought his advice was good advice. He shot straight. Troy Leach. (laughs) He did it in a funny way. Very funny. All right. Troy, uh, see you tomorrow tomorrow. with Holton Aylers. Yeah. Holton, uh, final visit with us this year on PRL anyway. We'll talk to Holton Aylers. We'll talk to Joe Cashin, play-by-play voice of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, and get their outlook on this bowl game and uh, answer some Grayson McCall questions, too. Why is he playing? Why is he playing? Why are you playing, young man? Ellerby <laughs> wants him to be more selfish. I just, if you're, I mean, you know how crazy SEC fans are? Like, if you were an Auburn fan, would you, I mean, unless. unless I think he cares more about his teammates than the Auburn fans. Do you think there's a conspiracy that maybe the Birmingham Bowl is, is putting out the information that he's going to sign with Auburn so they can sell more tickets? That's a good thought. To the Birmingham Bowl. Is there going to be a section of orange in the stadium? There's going to be a bunch of Could Auburn be. fans there. Interesting. They're, is they, that a, is that a conspiracy theory? They're probably desperate to sell tickets to this thing. <laughs> I mean, that would be working up a lot of different channels, LRB. But I, I like conspiracy theories, so I'm on board. And then maybe some other players from East Carolina are going to go to Alabama. Maybe maybe you start doing like all these. I don't know about that one. That's probably not going to sell tickets. I don't think that's happening, but... Mm. Uh, again, I think McCall wants to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns, and he sees that this defense allows those types of numbers. All right. At least they did the last two games. Well, I hope he spends a lot of time on his back. Hope so. Hope so. All right. Um, LRB, good stuff. See you next week. Troy D., see you tomorrow. Sounds good. And uh, we will take a break. When Thanks we... for my song. You got it. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Uh, LRB, what's your favorite genre of music? Um, That's a good question. You know, I tend to go country when I'm not listening to pirate radio. So I should do another country. What what era of country are you? Well, you know, this I do occasionally dig into some bluegrass lately. But uh, oh my God, are have, you serious? Have you thought about that? <laughs> uh, what about classic country? Have you done any like what if what if you did a Johnny Cash like? Ours yesterday was kind of stadium country, I guess. Kind of, but yeah, we could go old country or uh, banjo. You like a banjo? I like banjos. I mean, I was thinking like Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash. Yeah. You know, on the road again. 40 bowls and 14 playing days the again. Bowl, playing bowls again. My we could do 40 bowls in 14 days. days 40 bowls in there. Maybe you should do fight songs. That would be a good one, too. Could be. I mean, really, it is simple, folks. People think this is difficult. All you do is just repeat 40 bowls in 14 days over some clip, sounds. Clip. Does David Copperfield show how the magic is done? No, yeah. he just does but the no, trick. But I wish he would. Don't pull mm. the curtain back. And I don't like that he doesn't. Like the tomahawk chop. David Blaine's got a lot of cool tricks. 
never quite sure how he does it. But yeah. you also can't do it for every song. You had to find the right song. And I think we found one with the, the Breakfast Club theme song. So. What yeah. about the pirate fight song? Can you do the, the, the marching pirates with 40, 40 balls, and 40 balls Again, that would be. I could days, literally do anything. 40 balls Any 40 sound days. you got, I can say words over it. Opera? 40 balls. Yeah, I this, think I can do this that. This guy is the DJ Khaled of... <laughs> 40 bowls and 40. I, I, I want to request days. Clip Carry with yeah. the Tomahawk Chop. 40 bowls. At TBS with Mama Sam. Can you do Drake? Sure. He can do anything. He just said, I, I literally can do anything. Yeah. All right, the request line is closed. <laughs> we'll uh, talk Casey to Kaysen. you on the other side of this timeout. Brandon Simmons joins us. We'll talk about a new ECU commit. We'll talk pirate football and more after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. No need to fear, Chandler. I think all uh, I've got tonight is three World Cup questions out of, you know, 30, 35 questions. I can deal with three. Yeah, three, you should be all right. A lot of. NFL, college football, and otherwise coming up tonight, 8 o'clock. Come on out. AJ McMurphy's will have hoops on the TV and uh, have a fun night inside of AJ's. All right, right now we will head out to the Pit Electric Live line, talk to uh, one of our favorites, former Pirate running back Brandon Simmons, joins us today on the program. Coach Simmons, how you doing, man? I am well. Thanks for having me. Um, I do appreciate you guys reaching out and it's always great to catch up how you guys been hey we're doing great brandon getting ready for uh the holidays ready for christmas and also ready for an east carolina bowl game and uh you know a thing or two about playing in those brandon and you also know following the program that they've been pretty uh few and far between uh unfortunately so great that east carolina is going back to a bowl for the second straight year uh but actually playing in a bowl game for the first time since 2014 can you believe it's been eight years brandon since the pirates played in the bowl Wow, it, it, it's been a nice ride. Um, we, you know, we ran into a drought there for a little bit, but it does feel great to return to bowl, um, back to the bowl games. Um, but like you said, yeah, I had an opportunity while I was there to be a part of three bowl games, and um, for most of the kids, it's a great opportunity that they'll they'll never forget about. So I'm pretty excited about the duration of the program. And uh, Chandler, I remember seeing the big number 25 on Brandon Simmons, and I remember seeing Simmons across the back only in bowl games. That was a, a treat for you guys back then, right, Brandon, to get your name <laughs> on the back of a jersey. 
Absolutely. That you know, at, at one point in time, that was the norm. I mean, the three seasons that I was there, you know, we were a part of bowl games, and um, the first season I was there, we were a part of that team that you know, you know, helped ECU to return back to the bowl conversation with the Papa John's Stop Bowl in Birmingham. So before then, there was a long drought. So you know, like I said, it's pretty awesome to see us return to um, you know bowl games. At Brandon, I uh, talked to one of your former teammates, Willie Smith, who was very spoiled getting to go to the Hawaii Bowl, and that that probably spoils you for life uh, after going to Hawaii and then having to play in a freezing cold game uh, in the Liberty Bowl. You you probably missed Hawaii, I would imagine. Absolutely, yes. Um, Hawaii, the Hawaii Bowl was fantastic. We we enjoyed that, and, and we happened to win that game as well. Um, but it, it was very nice in December. And, you know, everyone was freezing over here in North Carolina. But we were enjoying ourselves in Hawaii for a week, only to return to the Liberty Bowl the following year. And uh, it was a lot It was a lot colder. <laughs> and, Brandon, we'll talk about what you're doing now as far as coaching goes. We'll also talk about a, a new pirate that you're very familiar with. But how important, now that you're a coach, uh, looking back on it, and at the time as a player, are these practices the, the coaches talk about it all the time that you, you, they're just so valuable because if you don't go to a bowl you don't get six plus wins you're done after that that last game what after thanksgiving like you don't even make it into december when you go to a bowl you get all these extra practices all this extra time around the team great time for development so that's something you were able to experience that a lot of pirate teams had uh, weren't able to do these last eight years so as far as building a culture program that's got to be huge right Oh, absolutely. And, and like you said, I mean, you know, I'm in the high school ranks right now, but like you said, anytime you get a chance to, you know, squeeze a few extra practices into your program, you know, that's, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, it's the, it's the equation of us here in high school making it to the playoffs. Well, when you make it to the playoffs, you know, you get an opportunity to truly evaluate your roster and, you know, accelerate the development of the younger guys. That's how it was, was at ECU where, you know, when you're preparing for bowl games, a lot of the younger guys get an opportunity to further develop. The older guys, you know, the coaches could pull back on the older guys to let them get healthy. And, um, you know, it's just a great feel, and, and it's just a great experience to know that you are one of the few teams in the country that is still practicing. Huge. Yeah, Brandon Simmons joining us, former Pirate running back. Uh, Brandon, uh, tell us about where you're at these days and uh, how'd your season go? Tell us about your coaching career. Well, absolutely. So, so, so as far as football goes, you know, I, I just concluded my fourth year um, at Green Level High School. Um, you know, it's been a great opportunity, tremendous opportunity. Um, I officially wrapped up year twelve of my um, football coaching career. Wow! And you don't seem old enough for that, Brandon. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but 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 it's it's been a great ride. It's been a great ride. You know, I'm so far JV and varsity program over here at Green Level. They did a fantastic job of competing and just getting better. Um, but with that being said, uh, my mindset is now shifting over to indoor track and field. Um, I'm, I'm an indoor track and field coach as well. Um, I work primarily with jumpers, but also work with sprinters and relays as well. Um, but I also coach outdoor track and field as well. So I'm a three sport. I'm a three wow. season sport coach. And there's a lot going on, but uh, I love coaching. I love giving back to the community, and I absolutely enjoy developing young people how about uh teaching wise are you a teacher brandon yeah absolutely yeah so so i'm also a teacher as well i'm a business education teacher here in the triangle um, i've been teaching in the classroom for quite some time and the teaching piece is like the coaching piece 
um, you know, all great coaches can teach and all great teachers can coach. So, you know, it's a seamless transition. But I, but I absolutely enjoy the teaching piece as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Brandon Simmons joining us, Pit Electric Live Line, on this Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Brandon, uh, I understand that you have a relationship with uh, a future pirate, uh, Tamir Brown, who's coming over from North Carolina. He is a defensive back. And uh, what's your, your relationship with him? How long have you, you known him? Ooh, Tamir, Tamir. Uh, well, I've known the, the Brown family for going on four seasons or four years. Um, from east of North Carolina, a great, fantastic family, both mother, father, brothers, etc. Um, he's also the cousin of my former teammate, Dakota Marshall, as well. Uh, but I've known Tymir for quite some time. I've been a mentor in his corner. I've also He's also been a part of my program as well, uh, my, my training program in east of North Carolina. And, you know, I, I absolutely love it. So um, throughout the process, throughout these years, despite him signing with the University of North Carolina, I still I still kept in constant contact with the family, and uh, I'm absolutely excited about Tamir joining the Pirate community. All right, yeah, I saw he was uh, went to Jacksonville and didn't make that that connection with uh, Dakota. Didn't know they were cousins. I'll say this: if if he's in, if he's related to Dakota, he's he's going to be a hard worker. Uh, that's in the blood, in the genes. So uh, Dakota's still working hard. Uh, with his uh, first and goal hauling uh, trucking company, but uh, that's pretty neat to to have that. So, what kind of uh, what kind of kid, what kind of player uh, will ECU be getting next season? <laughs> so, so I can't speak on the behalf of all Eastern North Carolina kids because I'm an Eastern North Carolina Eastern North Carolina kid myself, a proud graduate of Hopton High School, um, graduate of East Carolina University. Um, the Eastern North Carolina kids play hard. They are all blue collar um, student athletes. You know usually three-sport athletes. Uh, but Ty Mier, he's a hard worker. He's very talented, um, but he's very humble at the same time. Um, like you said, in high school, he graduated from Jacksonville High School. He was a three-sport athlete, football, basketball, and track and field. Um, for their football program and Coach Bo, he does a fantastic job down there in Eastern North Carolina. Uh, but for their football program, he, he did everything. And, and the time that we worked out together, you know, <laughs> He was doing everything. I mean, obviously, he's known for being a defensive back. But at Jacksonville High School, and all you really have to do is go back to the tape, he was asked to do it all. I mean, you know, he could play quarterback. He could play wide receiver. He could play running back. He could return kicks. He could return punts. So I'm excited about, you know, the, 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 the opportunities that, you know, that will be in front of him for a Pirate Nation. Um, he's a hard worker. You know, he, he's no nonsense. And um, he is a home run um, signee, in my opinion, um, with the Pirates. Brandon Simmons joining us. Looking forward to uh, Tamir Brown joining the East Carolina football program. Brandon, you said, you know, you follow East Carolina. You talked about how they are certainly uh, on the right track, track with uh, head coach Mike Houston. But I know what, what you got to be excited about, too, is East Carolina's return to physical football, to running the football. Keaton Mitchell, uh, another incredible year for him. You know, Rajay Harris went out early on in the year, uh, was leading the team in touchdowns at the time with five, and he is a physical back like yourself. And we saw a new physical back emerge this year for East Carolina, Marlon Gunn, the freshman who uh, had 344 yards this season. Uh, no touchdowns, which is crazy to think about with this 5.1 average, but he was close a few times, would have scored uh, if not for a couple of knees taken late in the games. But Marlon Gunn, uh, Brandon, kind of in that Brandon Simmons mold along with Rajay, some power backs here. 
Yeah, well, well, there's, you know, and, and this is the brand of ball that we know. And again, you know, the the, the, the coach uh, McNeil era, you know, it was more spread out, more space, more athleticism in space. And they did a fantastic job winning a lot of football games. Um, but, but this brand of ball right here, right now, is, you know, is, is what we're accustomed to seeing. You know, the, you know, attitude type team, you know, running right at you on the offense, play action pass. And, you know, Holton did a fantastic do- job this year of elevating his game. You know, this past season, he made some big time throws, you know, against pressure and, and you know, using his legs. Uh, but, but like you said, that rushing attack um, is very important to win football games. Um, you know, we did a good job of playing complementary football because our defense, when everyone was healthy, was flying around and, and hitting people. I mean, at least for me, the highlight of this season was against UCF. I mean, we physically dominated UCF yeah. from start to finish, and it was absolutely fun to see. You know, so, so I'm excited about the direction of the program. Um, we can run the football. We can throw the football when we need to, and we can play championship-level defense when we're healthy. Brandon Simmons joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Uh, Brandon, we do this with all the guests during bowl season. Uh, we ask you to pick a bowl game. It's called 40 Bowls in 14 Days. And uh, I think uh, let's break out the uh, the 80s hip-hop for the first time. So I, I got little songs uh, put together, Brandon, as intros. And uh, we're going to debut a new one right now. This is our 80s hip-hop edition of 40 Bowls in 14 Days. Hit it, Shirley. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in a 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Hippie hippie hop to hop hop. Hop don't stop and drop and pop dop. 40 bowls in a 14 days. 40 bowls in a 14 days. 40 bowls. 14 days. Hippie hop dop and pop dop drop. 40 bowls in a 14 days. Alright. Nice. 40 bowls in a 14 days. You can add that to your playlist, Brandon, if you'd like. Will do. Will do, I'm sure. All right, Brandon, your game is the first responders bowl. That is in Dallas. It uh, has an American team in it, Memphis, taking on Utah State. So, Brandon, you used to have some battles with Memphis back in the day. Uh, boy, East Carolina has formed a rivalry with them back-to-back years uh, with it going down to the last play and Memphis being un- unable to get a two-point conversion. That's how it's been decided these last two years. So it's the uh, Aggies and the Tigers going at it Tuesday, December 27th uh, on ESPN. Brandon, who do you got, Memphis or Utah State? Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. I will say Memphis, and the reason why is because of the athleticism on the outside. I mean, Memphis, you know, they're they're sending a pleasure of guys to the NFL as well, but I think the difference will be the athleticism on the outside. Um, Utah State, they're doing a fantastic job of playing a physical brand of football. You have two over there, <laughs> right? But um, but but I, I'll vote for, for Memphis on this. All right, uh, Brandon Simmons going with the Memphis Tigers. Uh, Brandon, uh, I want to make sure you get a, um, a plug-in for your family, uh, Master Blend Farms. 
uh before we go chandler i know you're a big uh simmons fan you got any questions for brandon no not really i just know he's a samson county guy and every time we have brandon on i, I always say samson county stand up and <laughs> hopping another good year for hopping this year uh brandon mm-hmm. yeah a- absolutely um and coach silas is doing a fantastic job down there you know he he uh you know he has that program humming and Whenever I'm not coaching, I do get a chance to check in on the East North Carolina schools, and Hopton is always at the top of the list. So, so I'm definitely excited about the direction of Hopton High School under Coach Stop. Brandon, how about if you were in school during the NIL era, what kind, what type of company would you uh, have have liked to sign a deal with? Uh, you know, come on, uh, a school, uh, oh, not a school. I'm sorry, uh, maybe a. Um, a company that's affiliated with agriculture yeah back back at home that's just the way that's just the way of the land over there and i probably would have figured an opportunity with the agricultural system or program or company yeah back at home and on that note uh master blend farms uh man that just go to the website folks and check it out masterblendfarms.com um that talk about some uh some good christmas shopping uh, you can get some done there but uh tell us uh, i always uh ask about that every time you're on brandon tell us about that business and uh what all it entails oh wow <laughs> so it's a master blend family farm um you know located in keenansville north carolina my brother you know ron simmons and his wife they're doing a fantastic job down there growing the brand um you know <laughs> a lot of the food that that most people taste up here in the triangle it's from uh, Master Blend. Uh, for hmm. example, the pit in Raleigh, well, there's a contract there. Um, you know, there's a few eatery places in Wilmington, and they, they have recently expanded into Georgia, and um, there was some pork in the in the um, the, the, um, Atlanta Fal- the Atlanta Hawks game, you know. So, oh, wow. Uh, there's a lot of gr- – oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of great opportunities that, that have been presented to the good folks down there at Master Blend Family Farm, and uh, we're very excited about the direction of – of that um, that venture that's awesome stuff uh folks can check that out looking at it now online masterblendfarms.com uh some really good looking stuff brandon uh always enjoy chatting with you man keep up the great work and uh we'll keep in touch we'll talk more pirate football with you uh down the road man uh, absolutely like always i do appreciate you guys for, for having me on I will be in Eastern North Carolina for the uh, Eastern North Carolina Coaches Clinic. I will be speaking there on day two, and I'm very excited about presenting um, some some information to area high school coaches and potential college coaches. That's awesome. When's that, Brandon? The, uh, th- that's going to take place on January the 28th okay. in Greenville. I, you know, I'll be presenting on day two, and um, I'm currently working on that presentation. The goal is to put something together um, – you know, for all high school coaches to use, you know, something very unique, something very different. And um, it's going to be broken up into four parts. But I'm currently working on it, so I'm excited about that opportunity. But also connecting with the good folks in the East of North Carolina. Yeah, well, drop, if uh, you got a minute, drop by here. Uh, we're at the same spot, Brandon. So uh, come check us out if you got a second. Uh, I sure will. Well, thank you for having me on. And let me know if you guys need anything and go part. Yes, sir. There he is. Former EC running back Brandon Simmons, now coaching at green level also uh, has that relationship with tommy brown and uh just doing it all doing big things so once again uh great uh, ambassador for east carolina university let's take a break we'll come back wrap up hour one of pirate radio live more to go when we return after this
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hemp Garden is your premium CBD retailer in eastern North Carolina. If you find yourself having anxiety or in need of extra sleep support, Hemp Garden has a variety of Delta 8 and Delta 9 products that can assist with those issues. If you're unable to stop by the store, don't worry. Give them a call today at 413-6100 for a consultation, and they'll ship right to your door. Hemp Garden, located at 3040 South Evans Street in the Target Shopping Center in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Patrick Mason going to join us hour two. Stephen Igo hour three. More 40 bowls in 14 days. Also a treasure chest winner coming up in hour number three of today's program. We'll uh, run down those prizes for you coming up in just a little bit. But um, we actually have a prize re-entered into the treasure chest. Remember the great chat we had with our friend Dick Steffens yesterday up in Maryland? Well, Dick, uh, unable to use the Beauty Bar Medispa gift card, he is putting it back into the chest. So another gift added, which means we'll have one more winner this year. So uh, we still got a lot to give away coming up in the Pirate Radio holiday treasure chest uh we are wrapped up in qatar as france knocks off morocco two nothing today it'll be france versus argentina in the world cup final so we take a look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubbuck dubbuck uh the battle for worst in the eastern conference going on tonight in charlotte as seven and 22 detroit takes on seven and 20 charlotte there should be at least 300 people at that game that receive free tickets. Is it going to be like back in the day where they were giving out free tickets at gas stations in surrounding Charlotte area? I would imagine so. Not a lot going on uh, good with Hornets Hoops right now. Looking at top 25 basketball tonight, Jackson State at Mississippi State. Uh, Jackson State, who's their head basketball coach, Chandler? It is a um, oh, it's Mo Williams. That was a trivia question last Wednesday. Yes, at AJ's. Mo Williams, Mo Williams, former uh, longtime NBA guard, head coach there at Jackson State. They take on undefeated Mississippi State tonight. Georgia State is at Auburn, and a future Big Ten matchup. It's a non-conference game tonight, but I guess they're going ahead and uh, figuring out travel plans, doing a run through because UCLA will be at Maryland. That is a future conference game, folks. Yeah. Uh, Tonight it is Pac-12 versus Big Ten, uh, but that'll be going on 9 o'clock on FS1. So there's a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Ready for uh, some more pirate hoops coming up. I uh, I had a Facebook memory today, Chandler. Yeah, I saw this. And I meant to say from nine years ago. I accidentally tweeted out from uh, five years ago, but it was nine years ago and i uh, took a picture of ecu about to tip it off and said can you name the starting five for east carolina could you do it uh, i knew it was richmond i knew Akeem richmond i knew uh kemp was out there um i paris roberts campbell was the guy that i struggled to get and then uh the guy at the tip 
Uh, I, I I thought it was Zangari. I saw people saying Marshall Gilmet. At first, I thought Gilmet. Now I think it might be Zangari because he had a little facial hair. And Marshall Gilmet had he was baby. He was baby face. This guy has a bit of a chan strap going. A chan strap. So I think that might be Zangari. Antonio Robinson at point guard. I thought this. Who was the Robinson guy? Antonio. Antonio Robinson. Yes. I can only get about three or four of the starting lineup, and I I I I don't think fourth. I don't think that's Kemp. I think that's Caleb White. Hmm. Because if Kemp was out there, then um, Kemp must have. You know what? Kemp I think graduated. Then Caleb White, because Kemp wore two, and then Caleb White came in and started all four or five years he was here i remember being a freshman and caleb white was still on the basketball team i was like i remember watching him play like four years ago um and he also wore number two a little lefty had a lefty uh he had a left-handed stroke yeah smooth on the court because if kemp was out there then um the guard would have been out there miguel paul miguel paul but i think this was post paul and kemp um and if it was nine years ago, it would have been 13. So it would have been the year that we talked about with uh, when I go or somebody recently where Sampson and Armstrong left. We're coming off the CIT win, mm-hmm. and there's like high expectations, and then those guys leave. Ralph, Sam- uh, Ralph Sampson. Robert Sampson went to Georgia Tech. We still, I don't think. Ty we- Armstrong went to somewhere with his girlfriend or something. Oh, and um, here's a uh, trivia question. And I think this is correct, but do you remember where Miguel Paul transferred from? Mizzou. Yes. Yep. I just randomly knew that. I remember him uh, finding out that he came from an SEC school, and I thought, oh, that's cool. Man, Maurice Kemp could throw it down. Throw it down a couple of times. I had two top ten plays in that CIT run. That was awesome. One against Ryder, I believe, and one against Evansville. That's a good memory right there. I remember Evansville was the clincher to get to the championship. And that, that Minji's was rocking, baby. You remember playing Ryder? Was it Ryder? Yeah. I remember, yeah, we played them. One of the games I didn't go to, I didn't go to the first game. I remember listening to it. And then I went to the rest of them at home. And uh, what a fun time that was. Yeah, Minji's. I remember like sitting and by a radio of some sort and listening to Jeff Charles. And the crowd... Just as loud as it is inside Menji's when it's packed. I mean, the the crowd reactions after a three or after a Maurice Kemp dunk was just just awesome to hear on the on the broadcast with Jeff Charles and and back then uh, Cy Seymour. Johnny, our basketball guy, Chandler. Saw him another day. He's got a busy night tonight. He's gonna be scouting. South Carolina plays UAB, so he's gonna be looking at our future opponent, South Carolina tonight. All right, give us a report tomorrow, Johnny. Maybe we'll uh, we'll find that one and turn it on at AJ's and get a look at uh, these Gamecocks that we'll be seeing coming up uh, on Saturday. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll run down the prizes on the treasure chest. We'll uh, see what's on your mind and uh, talk a little NFL as well. Fantasy playoffs start this week. We'll look at the NFL playoff picture and talk about some news and notes going on in the National Football League when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour brought to you by Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, you showed me during the break, and I always see these things online about this better place to so-and-so amount dollar bet and could win this much and it's like all right whatever great for them who cares but this one was unique this is a parlay where uh you show me a video of this guy celebrating france's win over uh, morocco in the world cup and in this parlay this one's unique and cool because it involves last year's ncaa basketball championship as yeah. well as the nba finals yes yeah, so he had and this was a the odds on this was wow 200 i ain't it was crazy it's a seven leg parlay so there's more than the wow. ncaa and, and you can't see it all so i don't know what else he put on but an example is in the parlay is that he had Kansas to win the national championship in uh, college basketball. He had the Warriors to win in the uh, in the NBA. All right, so that right there, and if he put that, I wonder if he puts that in before the season. I mean, let's say he does. So that's like November, and one cashes in late March, early April. The NBA doesn't cash until what June? Yeah. So we're talking, you know, all those months, but then. He throws in some World Cup action. Yes. This was a plus 2,145,172 line. How much is he betting? He put down $26. And he, <laughs> oh, wow. So it, it is, though. <laughs> so he put down $26, and the total buyout, or the total payout, is $500. $57,770.91. That is insane. Is that, is that not crazy? But, man, you got to wait a long time. Yeah. And, and you know, that is a long time to sit on that ticket. I mean, you could die before that thing cashes. But he had Kansas. He had Golden State. And he's got France along with four others. I wonder if he had, like, Rams. I wonder if he just, just did, like, a all-champion parlay. That's what I'm trying That'd to That'd be pretty awesome. I'm trying to look and see what other, you know, what other legs of the parlay there were, but a lot of people are asking, "What's the cash out right now? Like what can oh, he God. what what can take he ca- like what can he cash out with?" I mean, if I were him, I'm taking it. Yeah. And but well, there is no cash out. I mean, out France option. is probably the favorite, I guess, to win on uh whenever they play Saturday or Sunday against Argentina. But could you I mean, how nervous is that guy going to be this weekend? I mean, oh, I mean, he's got over half a million dollars riding on this for twenty six bucks. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, and I see this. It's it's uh, it's BR betting. It's Bleacher Report betting, and they they show a lot of these. And of course, it's in states where it's a le- uh, where it's legal. And you know, I've seen where people put down a dollar, 
and they like do a whole like NFL parlay, and they might put down a dollar and win hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars really, to hit every single leg of their parlay on in a, just straight NFL. You know, you don't see uh, all the losers out there, which are in the millions. You see the wins. You don't see the, lo- the losing tickets. And that's what gambling's all about, losing. And the casinos and books making money. But score one for the good guys if this guy could, uh, if France wins. You know what? I'm going to be cheering for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, that would be fun to do like in January. We come in here and we pick, which will be in the middle of the NFL playoffs. So do you pick the Super Bowl champion coming up in a month? I say you choose the champion for the next year so so in january we're gonna pick but what about nba because nba you're in the middle of nba season as well yeah i mean you'll that'll still be a future so and i guess march madness too so you pick this year's yeah i don't know how you would do it you would almost have to start in maybe september with the new nfl season so you would pick the Super Bowl champion, the college football champion, the college basketball champion, you next year's World Series. finals. World's, yeah, but then you're up against that. Yeah. But anyway, it'd be fun to pick like across the board all sports and see how many you could hit. And we we would do it just for fun. One of us would hit all, what, six or seven yeah. of it, and we'd go, why did we not put this in a parlay? For a while there, I was the future, Chandler. What did you have? I had the Rams. Like I picked them like week uh, sixteen last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had that one. I had Kansas, but I mean I picked that like during the week of conference championships or whatever. So I didn't have these crazy long odds that these guys have. The only future that I remember doing is I took Miami last year. It was a team that we really liked a couple of years ago in the NCAA tournament. We, it started, well, we liked them in our, the ACC I, I, tournament. Our love started in the ACC tournament. Yeah. And then last year I said, you know, I'm going to ride with uh, I'm going to ride with them again. And I did a future for them to win the ACC tournament. And they were just like a couple of games away. And that They was got it. to the semis, I think, mm-hmm. and lost to a good team either. Virginia Tech, I think. Oh, I was thinking Duke. I uh, lost to Duke. Yeah, it was Duke. It was Duke. So I think I, you tried to hedge and like messed up both ways. Yes, that's right. It was Duke. It was Duke. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. It was Duke. Oh my gosh, I remember watching that in tiebreakers. You you had a great oh, I remember, opportunity I was, to make something, and I think you ended up losing double. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the story of gambling. Yeah. Those are the true stories. That's story. the story of my gambling career. So that's far. the story of everybody. I mean, you hear all these great stories, but the truth is um, you're going to end up a loser in the long run. At the end of the day, for us, for us, it's about losing. Speaking of losing, how's your uh, is your fantasy team in the playoffs? No, but I have won back-to-back weeks, and I'm 5-9. and nine. I had to get a win for one of my buddies that's in the league. He's like, I need you to win this week. And I dominated. I won by like 60-some points. That's the kind of person you are, Chandler. You'd rather help others before yourself. You did it in fantasy. You did it with your NFL team. I asked you for a win. It's the same week because you you asked me. You were like, need the Panthers to beat the Seahawks. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I have no control over that. And Oh, but you do. I mean, 
I can cheer as hard as I can for the Panthers. I said, I hope they win, and I'm going to do it for you. I said, but now that just kind of adds to my favor stack. I have a favor for a buddy in fantasy this week. I told you, I said, I have a buddy uh, in fantasy this week for a buddy who wants me to beat um, uh, another guy in our league. So it was a stressful uh, week last week because I had to beat this guy in fantasy for a buddy. Then I had my NFL team having to beat the Seahawks for you. So it was a stressful week. Well, what's your collecting favors? I guess I owe you one now that I'll get you back on at a later date. But you said something there. You have no control over your team. I don't know if we can necessarily help our teams, but we can definitely hurt our teams by the things we say, by our actions. Like, I could... I don't want to give you an example and hurt my team, but let's say I'm a let's say I'm a Ravens fan and I'm going into Saturday and we're favorites against the uh the Browns probably on the road and we're like, man, this Browns team stinks. Deshaun Watson's awful. We definitely win this game. This is an easy win. That is hurting your team. Those thoughts, those words. At least in my opinion. I never talk like that going into a game. I mean, I don't either. But that's that's the way I think. Is that reality? I don't think so. But to me, that's... all right, we'll try it and see how it goes. You know what? It's actually happened before. <laughs> exactly. So I, I mean, I don't have to try it because I've had it happen before. And I, I get mad at other people when they say, "Oh, you're going to beat them this week." And I'm like, "Can you not say that? Like, can you just please not say that?" I think other people can control the outcome of your team's either winning or losing. I've you know my buddy jokes about there was a time where the Panthers. We're up big. We used to go to a, a restaurant here in town every Sunday, um, um, not named Tiebreakers, when we were in college. And we were there one day, and I, we just about got in a fist fight because he had said something too soon. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you please not? I've told it before, but I remember. I, I wish I knew the year. It had to be early 90s where we're watching uh, Redskins Cardinals, and Redskins are up. And I, I remember saying to my dad, this is boring. Like, I, I wish it was a close game. Like, this isn't an exciting game. And he was like, don't ever, don't ever say that. Don't you ever say that. You want to, you want to win. A win is better than a close game. I was like, yeah, I hear you, but this is like, I like close finishes and, and kept going on. And then the Cardinals scored and scored again and again. And they ended up winning that game and beating Washington. And your dad grounded you for three weeks. I hadn't talked to me since. And he doesn't even talk to you at basketball games nope. in section two thirteen. He allows me to go, but I he asked won't talk you the other night. I said, Hey, I've been going to games with you. This is the second year. Yeah. And your dad hasn't said a word to you. No. And that's why? Yep. Wow. Yep. That all stems from that. And maybe if Washington wins the Super Bowl, he'll talk to me again. I hope so, because it is kind of awkward <laughs> up there in two uh two thirteen. When he talks to me and then you might say something to him and he just turns around and doesn't say anything. <laughs> Dad, what you think about that play? <laughs> um, but yeah, I learned a lot that day. It changed my life as a sports fan and uh, my life in general. Don't tempt fate, basically. That's a great. You know what? That's an actual cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. I don't know if it was the game. I don't think it was the game where Boomer Sison had like 550 yards passing as an old. 60 year old quarterback against washington but i do remember it was the uh the cardinals all right uh what else is going on nfl news and notes uh zach wilson has been allowed back on the bench 
he went from not dressing out he went from starter to not dressing out to now qb2 how you can dress but go sit over there mike white is hurt but their starter i have a trivia question about mike white what american athletic conference team did he play for before transferring and finishing his college career at western kentucky i mean the first thing that came to my mind without thinking at all was memphis no but that i could definitely see a mike white playing at quarterback <laughs> okay for, so for at least you know what i'm oh I, I definitely yeah i could that's a good guess um american all right so it wasn't ecu no it was not memphis nope i feel like it wasn't temple no it was not i'm gonna say it was not either of the florida schools you're wrong there oh wow okay mike white usf yes sir huh i don't have a memory of that really south florida he was a south florida bull before transferring to western kentucky and graduated as a hilltopper yes sir okay and then the then western kentucky had bailey zappy good question chandler i like sports trivia questions um cole beasley is back he ends his retirement and signed with the bills played with them last year right yes uh you asked me about my fantasy while ago uh two guys on the same team and on my fantasy team are designated to return from ir darren waller and hunter renfro i saw the day are designated to return this week Ah, from the injured reserve list i have a renfro but he's probably not going to crack my lineup um i do have some start sick questions for this week debo is out for me i lost my quarterback on sunday kyler murray that's one of my favorite country songs i lost my quarterback on sunday i lost my qb on a sunday and his name was kyler murray (laughs) you got a good country voice thank you uh is i'd rather would you rather have cole mccoy starting than kyler murray for the Cardinals? (laughs) because i think i would i mean that team sucks they're terrible they're awful kingsbury has got to go and you know who's also on that team that i think just kind of adds the stank to the stink who robbie anderson <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i think he just stink kinda, central he adds the stink to the stank <laughs> why is this i have never i have never turned on a on an athlete like i have on robbie anderson that's a good question I, I i feel like i've asked it before but like who did you make a turn on you made you turned on robbie quick yeah quick. um i used to like him man the stank feels extra stinky what is oh it's robbie uh, it's robbie he had a stink to the stank you turned on robbie he's only got like three catches in the five weeks he's been with five or six weeks he's been with arizona yeah he's awful i mean they have aj green but he also just can't keep his away. mouth shut yeah they are bad they do have one player i really like and that's james connor yep and that's about it uh any other nfl news and notes marcus Mariotto. so i was we were both in mengees on sunday did uh and i feel so lost because i always watch red zone follow every single game every single score box score as it's happening so i still feel kind of lost like you did the other day when you asked if the lions won yeah uh did wait did the falcons play oh they didn't play so desmond ritter is, is going to start but he they didn't play on sunday okay so he's going to make his first start this week 
Yeah, and he was announced, I think, on Friday. Last week. Yeah. That's why I thought they might have played. He, yeah, he was announced on Friday as the starter. Okay. Benching Marcus Mariota. 10 to the 4, Chandler. 10 to the 4. Uh, boy, big Thursday night game coming up tomorrow night. Niners and Seahawks. Seahawks. And then we've got a triple header. Shirley, we got these games this weekend? We going Saturday and Sunday? We have games Saturday and Sunday. What is a six a six tuplet? Yes. Because we usually have a triple header. Yes. We have a six tuplet of games. Colts at Vikings. And wow, I like this. It seems like Saturday they usually go late afternoon night, but they're going all day. Colts, Vikings at one, Ravens, Browns at four thirty. And then Dolphins Bills uh, for the nightcap coming up at eight fifteen on Saturday. Sunday night football. Just thinking about, maybe thinking about a watch along for this Chandler. Do you have any interest at all? I mean, I'm trying to save my energy for a playoff watch along, but that's the kind of talking that gets you in trouble. Yeah, the great example of it right there nailed it well see people were out there we were talking about it earlier people out there listening or watching are probably thinking now what's a good example and i did that that's why that's why i did that <laughs> yeah i'm helping the people out i wanted the people to see what we were talking about and that's but that exa- that probably wouldn't really happen or has it already happened when did you and i talk about doing a playoff watch along when a team looked like they were in great shape gosh do you know what i'm talking about yeah i, I the charlotte I, hornets yes Mm-hmm. oh my gosh and didn't make the playoffs no it's already happened and now you're trying to do it not to our team but to my team and i uh, don't appreciate it i mean but to answer your question yes I, I would be interested it's a huge game it's a big ball game as mike Lindsay, mike Lindsay, mark Lindsay would say it is a big ball game uh jr robertson is self-imposing a treasure chest ban for today he says he says, I apologize for the risque comment about McCall. I quickly realized it was probably inappropriate, but couldn't determine how to delete or edit a comment from my phone. I have no clue what he's talking about. Is this a comment you made today, JR? JR, just look, you weren't. I mean, we'll forgive you. You weren't arrested or reprimanded. You got away with the crime. Just go with it, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to know what you're talking about. I don't even see the comment. This is the first comment I've seen from JR this today. But I will um uphold your self-imposed ban. You are banned from winning in the treasure chest today. So I guess the I mean how he can prevent himself from winning is just don't pick up the phone. Correct. And if we call you, if you see a number calling from our station, don't answer. Don't answer it. And if you do call in and you win, you have to on the air say, "I'm not accepting this." Take the take the next call. Uh, we haven't added anything to the Michael Winstead dumpster juice list lately. Um, he says watching the Cardinals play is like walking up and surprising a skunk and getting sprayed in the face. I'll add them to the. I'll add Cliff Kingsbury to the dumpster juice list. I will add Louisville basketball. Oh, they're awful. <laughs> to the they're not going to win an ACC game this year. An ACC game? They might not win a single. They an haven't even ACC won a game. game. They haven't won a game yet. That's the least of their worries. They haven't won a game yet. Uh, did they lose last night? Oh my gosh! Because they're awful. 
they played somebody in an exhibition game and lost. Lenore Ryan? Well, it was Lenore Ryan. I'm trying to find... Uh, I mean, it, that is a bad basketball program right now. Crazy. And yeah. when was the last time a college basketball team did not win a game in the regular season at all? So Louisville right now is 0-9, 0-2 in conference uh, play. Wow. I mean, oh, here we go. They still got a few chances. They got Western Kentucky. That feels like a loss. That's tonight. An in-state game. Yeah, but a loss. Florida A&M coming up this weekend. That could be the one. I might bet on Louisville. They got Florida A&M and Lipscomb. Gosh, I hope they lose these three. And then they play at NC State on the 22nd, and they'll beat NC State. Okay, I was just about to say a team that they could beat this year, and I could see this team like fumbling against a team like Louisville would be State. Does Kevin Keats ever plan on winning an ACC game? He's got to be about done. Yeah, because they're 0-2 right off the bat with a loss to Miami, the U, baby. And then uh, they also – that was their last ACC opponent. The first one, they played Pitt at home and lost. State. You know, Gary Hahn's got to be upset. Stank. Three-pointer stank. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Jack says sometimes if there is an explicit comment, it would not show up for everyone else. Again, now I feel like now it's even worse because we don't even know what the comment J.R. Robertson said. Can you try to uh, – no, don't do it. If it's inappropriate, then don't do it. But it's I, probably I'm nothing. itching to know what you said, J.R. Now we're like building it up to this big thing. <laughs> what was the comment? I don't even care. I don't want to know. I kind of do. I bet it wasn't even that bad. There's a guy named John who commented. Is he talking about, did he change his name? I, I don't know. Now it's like so much worse. You shouldn't have just said anything at all. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Patrick Mason. Mace of base joining us when we return. The Mace in the Hole. We'll be back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour brought to you by Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Steve and I are going to join us later on in the show. Also, we'll open up the treasure chest and make you a winner. Forgot to run down the list of prizes. Shirley uh, or Chandler, can you help me with that? You want to help me? Sure. Sure. All right. Um, you got a list? do now your kiss is not on my list by the way just a reminder we do still have the beauty bar medispa prize in here old dicks old tricky dick dick <laughs> steffens put it back in the bag yep just didn't need any more beauty hey patrick mason's here patrick mason hey, patrick. hey. 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 how you doing man 
good just hopping in before the intro <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> classic patrick all right uh chandler get us started all right 150 dollars gift card from boston sun for good god charlie can you take over <laughs> no 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 150 dollars gift card from boston so furniture go Twelve pizzas from papa john's 100 dollars gift card from familia $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico's. $100 gift card to Tiebreakers. $100, $100 cash and t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Bud Light Fire Pit Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A Pirate Fan Gift Basket from Yubi. <sighs> Natural Light Can Jam Set Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina oh, Eagle Distributing. Missed that one. $100 gift card from Jersey Mike's. 30-minute stretch assessment and one-hour massage from Bodies and Balance. And a buck gift basket, $100 cash, $25 gift card to the Beach Tavern, two tickets to the New York... Uh, the New- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> two tickets to the New Year's Eve <laughs> Two tickets to... <laughs> you were, You're going uh, to New York for New Year's Eve? <laughs> you were a beta club, right? <laughs> yeah. What county was that? Sampson County. Sampson County. Two tickets to the New Year's Eve party at the Buck. Two uh, t-shirts and, and a L.A. Rams Aaron Donald jersey. Flawless. Absolutely <laughs> flawless. Two tickets to You're the New York party. You're going to New York City. <laughs> Patrick, yeah. how are you? Pretty good. It's kind of dreary today. So I don't know. It's what like, did I just say to you, Chandler? It's very gray outside. It is so gray, it's like sucking the energy out of me all day. Yeah, I mean, Grateful Dead sing about a touch of gray, but this is outrageous. Yeah, this is a, a heavy handful of gray. Heavy, heavy, heavy pour. Patrick, uh, we were talking about the Washington Commanders coming back into the show. They were uh, featured on NFL Live, talking about playoff chances, things like that. And you saw their record, and you said, "I didn't see this coming." go back to that thursday night against chicago (laughs) where mooney caught a pass had the ball in the end zone bobbled it finally caught it at the one yard line and that was the last play of the game if they have scored the bears win washington loses who knows how that changes everything i know this that's actually like looking back on it i'm so glad the bears lost that game might as well just I mean, I'm in I'm in full tank mode right now. With the yeah, Bears. and I mean, but seven and five, like on, on your end, you're actually you got something to look forward to. You know, like in the hunt or what? What was it? What did the, they change it to? <laughs> Sniffing around, <laughs> and then this week they put up loiter, loitering. Yeah, loitering. What is that? Just hanging around where you're yeah. not supposed to be. They start trying to be that. funny. I, I don't. They kind of missing the mark a little bit. Yeah, for sure. In terms of, uh, Rich Brown says mace hole. Hmm. I mean, if you're mad at me, maybe man rich stop disrespecting me bro yeah <laughs> and craig said two tickets to the new york knicks wow they're going to madison square garden chandler see the knicks all right <laughs> going to see two tickets to the LJ? new york knicks on new year's stop that is cussing stop by the way i forgot to mention uh did you see who the cowboys signed it was not odell beckham it was Oh, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> it took me a while there, but... It's like a YMCA. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, uh, his Y doesn't really like a Y. Practicing for the winning the stretch uh, gift basket. <laughs> there you go. But he does the uh, celebration. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton from... Oh, he went to a Conference USA school. Yeah, he sure did, Bob. 
he went to FIU. He sure did. Yeah. Hey, look at that. That's impressive. Pocahontas. <laughs> Stan says, former long snappers mess up once in a while. And that's the truest thing I've heard today. Here, I'm a former long snapper, so I love talking about this position. I'm a former specialist myself. I used to long snap. All right, I'm going to talk about my favorite part of football, special teams. How's Are uh, you t- that's as truth? You mean that? I'm a former long snapper. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. This is truth? <laughs> and that'll always get snap. me. I like how he said, oh, snap. Yeah, that'll always get me. That was uh, before East Carolina had their worst special team season in football history. It wasn't yeah. good. I mean, we had so many fun times back in August. And we talked to three. We, all right, we talked to two specialists and the special teams coach. Talked to Tim Dowst, talked to Luke Larson, and then we also talked to former starting kicker Owen Daffer. That's right. And then things went down. Things went south. <laughs> Way south. <laughs> Patrick, Birmingham Bowl. You got your uh, hotel flight, all that? Uh, still working on the hotel. How about the credentials? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Were you worried about that? <laughs> I mean, you got you I mean, got to have that to go and cover it. I mean, yeah. You could probably just walk in. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. That's it. Yeah, it's all it's just about all figured out. Looks like a neat stadium. It does. Um and like like we talked about earlier, I'm kind of excited about the opponent. So, I mean, location is what it is. So, uh, what were your Christmas plans going to be? Were you going, like, back home or anything? Yeah, I, I still – that's the goal, still go back home to Chicago. But I'll probably go um, – I was trying to wedge it in between maybe New Year's, but I think I'm going to go, like, the week after, the first week of January. Do a little late home. Christmas with the fam? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal. It's just so weird how this bowl game falls, and you got to fly, and it's like, you know, three a day on either end. So, it's just kind of difficult. Again, I, I gotta ask, uh, what's Arthur gonna be doing during all this time? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, maybe my girlfriend will help out, and then I got a neighbor lined up too. So, do you feel like you are neglecting Arthur? No, I, I hang out with him. All right. Yeah, he gets a, he gets his daily walk, or at least gets to go to a dog park and run around. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, are you a Freemason? <laughs> Didn't we talk about this? About, I, I'm not even sure if I know what a exactly a Freemason is or does. Uh, we definitely, I've definitely. It's not that like the brick working guy, right? Is no, like that's other, a like theoretical, yeah, <laughs> brick mason. Uh, Freemasonry or masonry refers to a fraternal organization. Uh, trace their origins, blah 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 blah. Hmm. But it's some kind of group. It's not a cult, an association. It's yeah, it's a uh, a brotherhood of sorts. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but um joining a lodge you want to find out how we could join Ooh, i like i do like lodges yeah know, a lodge is always a good time i wonder what they do there yeah i don't know it's kind of kicked back yeah like i like to watch games with my friends do they do that there's got to be a tv in the in the lodge you would you, think you'd so think, right yeah if any uh if there's any freemasons out there are you allowed to talk about it if you are one it feels kind of yeah. secretive is it like fight club where you can't really that's talk right about it? yeah but if maybe you got a brochure feel free to send it along yeah or if you're like a former freemason or you know someone who is if you could explain it to us i would love to know i'd love <laughs> trying to expand my horizons a little bit yeah a little bit of a history class here on a wednesday i guess the the only club i'm in would be the uh the sports trivia club at aj's it's turned into kind of like a uh a little wednesday night clubhouse where guys can uh leave their wives for a night and 
their wives appreciate that <laughs> them kind of having a night to themselves they look so, forward to it each week yeah that's uh that's the club i'm in that'll be going on tonight eight o'clock aj mcmurphy's east carolina basketball coming up on saturday are you going to beautiful greenville south carolina i am not okay. i will uh, be watching that remotely that will be on espn plus there was no tv allotted to it as recent as like two days ago and then i finally saw they popped up espn plus so which that's is a good a, thing which is a good thing because i'm pretty sure almost all the other road games right it's been like some weird flow sports or something like that or... uncw's in the flow as well as that tournament we were in was uh-huh. a flow. so that just makes it difficult yeah but yeah i'll have it on and tomorrow the women play at 11 Gardner, uh is that Gardner here web at gardner web at gardner web uh at 11 a.m all right, let's uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some pirate hoops, talk some pirate football, and forty bowls in fourteen days with Patrick Mason. Next up on the list is the Birmingham Bowl. Be ham. Shall we pick that one? I don't want you to pick that one. <laughs> it's got to be something more something different. random, like the Camellia Bowl. That'll be your bowl game. Ooh. We'll do that when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour brought to you by Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for all you boat owners. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Party back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Patrick Mason, Daily Reflector, joining us. Got East Carolina hoops coming up on Saturday. Pirates and Chanticleers go at it. I think it's Chanticleers. We'll find out tomorrow with Joe Cashin, uh, play-by-play voice of Coastal, when he joins us on the program. But, uh, Patrick, let's talk a little hoops first. East Carolina coming off a win against Coppin State. And Ezra Azar turning into a star yes, uh, in front of our eyes right now. And love the way he can get from top of the key free throw line to the basket in a blink of an eye. And uh, has shown he can finish as well. Got to cut down on the turnovers. Got to cut down on the fouls, which Mike Schwartz uh, has talked about multiple times now. But, man, you see uh, a lot of promise in that young man. Yeah, you really do. And... Every, when I watch basketball a lot, when I see a, a matchup, see a guy gets the ball out on the out on the wing or something, I'm always like, just just take him. And, and Ezra yeah. really does that all the time. You know, he, he just understands matchups and understands, hey, I can back this guy down and score. Um, I think he had what 18 points in like something like 18 minutes, or maybe it was 23 minutes, or it was something like that. But it was just incredibly efficient. And for a freshman, I mean, he, he's he's really getting better every game. No, that's a good point. When, once the play kind of breaks down and East Carolina has run the offense and there's 12 seconds left in the shot clock and you get guys one-on-one and, and space the floor, I'm with you. And, and multiple times on Sunday we saw that where 
he just went right by his man and yeah. uh, and was able to finish yep and he, he can do that he just gets to the spots he wants to get to, get to and, that, and that's just difficult for a lot of players i think but he's been able to do it right away and i always, i've been asking mike schwartz i think the past couple games just about that kind of cutting down on fouls because um past two games he's fouled out he's uh had to sit some you know minutes in the first half with yep. two fouls so if he can just kind of figure out how to play you know aggressive but also you know not that you know crossing the line a little bit i mean he's I don't know what the ceiling is on a player like this. I mean, he's incredible. Sai Seymour said yesterday that the shot that um, Caleb Account took was friendly fire, um, an accidental, I guess, elbow arm. Yeah, that took him out of the game. Yeah, because th- we definitely saw a tighten up rotation. Um, you know, there was I think only six guys played like double digit minutes, um, which is a lot smaller than what they've been playing with um but you know i think shorts even said you know you could kind of see this going forward um and it's really just you know who's, who's playing well who's trusting who's healthy too right now because winston tabs was out um yeah. you know so illness, he had so. yeah an illness You're right yeah uh non-covid um just, just an illness but um so yeah a little bit thin and yeah just a tight rotation so it's kind of just like all right guys this is your game and, and go see what you can do and that rotation is including a lot more of Benjamin Baela instead of Quentin Dubunje right now. And it was good to see Baela hit a three the other day. Yeah. Had a couple of field goals, see the ball go in. But uh, Mike Schwartz uh, really likes what he does because he, he plays a lot of minutes. And a lot of really good defensive minutes. Um, Schwartz was saying that the team was joking with Baela. Um, you know, hey, your numbers are you know lowest in the country. You're kind of near the bottom, but you're still starting for us. Um, and I guess that's just... Uh, What's the joke there? Well, just that... It's like, not very funny. No, I, I wouldn't <laughs> think so either. Um, but I think it just kind of shows them that, hey, you know, you offer really good minutes on the other end of the end of the floor. And if, you know, they're, they're scoring 80 points or whatever it is a game, you know, you can, can afford that, I guess, right now. I mentioned the dunk that uh, Walker had, which... Um, I messed up on. I was doing PA, and when he dunked it, I went, "Oh!" <laughs> and then remembered that I had to say who dunked it. So that was my one fan screw up. I like if there was a screw up, that's the play to do it. Good grief, man! That was a that was a throwdown. He was up there, and then I mentioned that to Cy yesterday, and he said that. Listen, I tell you, I tell you who can get up. I saw it in practice. He said Baila went up on two guys and threw it down okay. in a practice. So some high flyers. I got some athletes, some uh, some athletic guys on this team. You know, it's funny. But before we got to talk with Shorts and the players after the game, um, we were just talking among the media guys, just kind of like that was. It was just a kind of a game, right? A game you can a winnable game, and you go out and win it. And um, you know, I wasn't really sure what to write about. Like, what what does this game sort of mean? And I ended up writing about that dunk. Like, you know, yeah. probably half my story was just about that dunk and Javon Small's pass to find it. And um, I don't know, it was, it was just awesome. It just kind of showed you Javon Small like really is kind of a pass first point guard, even though he's he leads the team in scoring, but just finds the right play. And then yeah, like guys like Jaden Walker just taking over and, and doing stuff like that is really what you want to see. I don't think I did a free throw jinx, but you can tell me if I did. Javon Small, do you remember how many he had made in a row before he missed? 29. 29. I was trying to get to 30 in a row. Yep. I mentioned early in the game, uh, the gentleman to my right was talking about how poor East Carolina was shooting at the free throw line, and I said, well, yeah, this guy's the only one that can make them. He's made so many in a row. And as I said that, he buried it. But then, like a trip or two later, he missed that one. So I think I don't think I jinxed that. Somebody probably mentioned that after I did. I would think. Yeah, it, it had to be. But you kind of put it out there though, so I don't know. You're right. I did. 
I felt bad immediately, and he did miss in the same game. So I'm probably I'm trying to talk myself out of being responsible. But uh, well, you can you can ask him later when he comes in. But Stephen turned to me and said, "I had it typed out in my the Twitter box. You know, it said Javon Small makes his thirtieth. Oh, okay. Well, why are but, you but questioning me? But he didn't get to hit send. So. Okay. Well, yeah. So there someone definitely uh, you know thought about it ahead of time. So I'm in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're definitely in the clear. If you get down, if you get to the point where you're writing it out like that. Yeah, you know. that's an ego blunder there. It's yeah. not me. Uh, but now a new streak has been started. But, man, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, he won college basketball 29 in a row. It is pretty incredible. And he's like you said, he's really the only one on the team who can consistently make that shot. It's it's kind of infuriating. I think they started 0 for 5 against UNCW, and Javon Small makes the next five, and it's like, oh, okay, here we are. But without that, I mean, the, the team really struggles. Patrick Mason joining us. Uh, I think it was Brandon Johnson hit a couple of technicals on uh, on Sunday, and I think I would be more nervous with nobody around me, mm-hmm. and it's just me by myself at the line. I would much rather have six guys on either side of me. Yeah, you get moral support on the side when you're by yourself. It's like you know, like you're on a stage giving like a, a solo. It's just kind of you know, spotlight. On I'd you rather have the go. guy about to box me out saying you're terrible, a fat dude that can't shoot i'd rather have that at the line than just nothing and like i would freak myself out and if you think about it like i think at home it's even worse because it's quiet you have more time to think about it i, I know think, i think if people are screaming at you you can kind of like all right you know i'm, I'm supposed to be well i don't know luckily i'm not on east carolina's basketball team so we can all sleep what good at night knowing yeah, that the walk-on didn't go well huh nah um that would have been fun to try it out uh patrick pirate football you got anything for us i don't know we're kind of just in a like a holding pattern i know i don't have any media availability this week yeah uh, everybody's quiet yeah we will talk to Holden nailers on this show coming up tomorrow at three o'clock so we'll get an update on how practices are going um i I don't know how much holden will divulge are they doing anything differently offensively i mean might as well last game of the year throw out your trick plays and all that right yeah and he's got a new center snapping him the ball right so that's you know another i don't know how much it'll play into the game but it's something you got to work with right it's almost like training camp all over again what was your thoughts on the news that Grayson mccall would be transferring yet playing in the game i I actually i don't know i kind of like it but i mean for his perspective it's like hey i'm i'm gonna go but i'm i'm still gonna play i I guess i I just like that he's playing i I think it kind of sucks when guys just just call it a day for me regular season i said it yesterday i want ec to win but like it adds some interest to the game for me and I, let's have a fun one let's have a 80 point game right yeah let's have a shootout right just score points you're gonna be there anyway fun. who cares if the game is four hours instead <laughs> right. of three like i'm not getting home any earlier we're gonna be here late night for our last edition of the fifth quarter who cares if it goes till 2 a.m instead of 1 a.m whatever let's do it yeah let's i'm go. the same way i just want something interesting that like just just have fun out there and just make it awesome like i don't want it to be 12 to 10 or something you know like what's the point of that all right patrick before we let you go we got to go 40 bowls in 14 days so uh we've debuted two new genres of songs today we did the 80s hip-hop and the troy d 80s uh special (laughs) there's still one more that has not been played that is the christmas uh rendition but uh if you want to hear the country one you probably hadn't heard any of these we debuted a country one yesterday that 
that i absolutely love so but it's up to you would you like to go christmas or country let's go christmas all right fine we'll uh we'll, (laughs) he said fine first time ever (laughs) i want to hear that again man. Uh, the country one is so good i think chandler and i I think have a hit on our hands with that one uh let's go christmas this will be the debut of the christmas version of 40 bowls in 14 days (laughs) 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14. 40 bowls, 14 days, 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 14 bowls, 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, There you go. Did that get you in the Christmas mood? Uh, a little bit. I'll tell you that as a no. What's your favorite all-time Christmas song? Um, you put me on the spot here. Sorry. <laughs> um, what's the one in Charlie Brown? Is that like that kind of where Schroeder just jams on the piano? I like that song. It's the Linus and Lucy song. Yes, thank you. I like that. Yeah, that's a Christmas song. It's either that or like Rudolph the Red Nose. Yeah, it's a Christmas song. Yeah, I've always heard it during Christmas. It's got to be a Christmas song. Yeah, it's a nice little tune. Is that not the Charlie Brown song? No. No, it's in the show or movie. It's Linus and Lucy. It's like their little Christmas party. They get down. All right. They get down. Right. Cutting a rug. Yeah. So yesterday uh, we also asked uh, we're asked our least favorite Christmas song. Do you have an answer for that? Uh, there's a, honestly there's a lot of them. It's Christmas music is not really my thing because it's all it's like there's a collection of like 15 songs and they're done by like 80 different people. True. Have you heard uh, Taylor Swift Christmas Tree Farm? No, <laughs> I mean, no, buddy. It's a banger. It's gonna change your life. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I heard it for the first time on Monday in the car. Yeah. I've listened to it like seven Were times. Were you just since. like bopping along? So I, I was with uh, my wife and daughter, and I was like, and I had heard some. We were listening to the station, and uh, I was able to identify, you know, Mariah Carey, obviously. And then there was another one came on. I said, is that Whitney Houston? And my wife said, yeah. I was like, all right, I like that. And then this one came on, and I, I said, who is this? <laughs> and they said, I think it's Taylor Swift. And I was like, huh, I've never really considered myself a Swift head but i love this christmas song it is like an original it's not a cover so hey, it's something that, new something so new. okay i want you to check it out on the way home what you think on you're the way home. converted swifty now huh? yeah on the way home patrick listen to it and then when you get home like impress your girlfriend be like yeah. hey <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll listen to christmas tree farm <laughs> all right have y'all put up a tree and stuff or anything yeah all right yeah. well if you're like doing decorations or cooking goodies or wrapping presents put that one on throw it on and like i think it could lead to a fun night for you all right all right so check that out uh your bowl is the camellia bowl is that camellia not chameleon right like not changing colors and all that correct patrick <laughs> it is camellia not I, camellia. I just gotta double check uh camellia what is that some kind of uh flower i'm asking you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh let's google it up i believe it is a flower 
A flower. Camellia. It's like when I learned the buckeye was like a nut or something. It's that. Okay. Hey, that's that a good is beautiful. Flower. I was going to say, woof. I like that. This. They're found in eastern and southern Asia. So where's this game played? <laughs> the Himalayas? Yeah. Uh, this game is in Montgomery, Alabama. Ooh, another Alabama uh, location. We got a team from the north against a team from the south. It'll be Buffalo versus Georgia Southern. Ooh. Bulls and Eagles? I'm not even sure. Chandler, do you have a... um, Ask Patrick a trivia question based on Buffalo and Georgia Southern. If you don't have one, I do. I can help you out. Georgia Southern, Buffalo. What current ECU... DB transferred from Buffalo last year. Transferred from Buffalo. I'm, I have no idea. Really? Yeah. A pre. A, a pre Washington. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 I, I thought you meant like was on Buffalo. Yeah. 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 I got you. Ooh. What? What Pro Bowl top de- five draft pick? Yeah. That's yeah. where I was going. Yeah. What Pro Bowl defensive end in the league went to Buffalo? Like Cleo Mack. Yes, sir. You're back, baby. Yes, Patrick I'm back. is back. Yes, sir. It helps out that I was a uh, he was on the Bears. So the Bears, the right. Bears. Uh, Patrick, who are you picking? Buffalo. Buffalo. You're in. You are in. Let's in. go, Buffalo. All right, Patrick. Thanks for joining us. We do have a show next Wednesday. Will you be able to join us? What's that date? 21st. Yeah, I I should be around. All right. If you're around, we'd love to see you. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Steven Igo, hoistthecolors.net, will join us. Is that a um, home field? I like the script. Man, that is nice. That's fresh. I wish I asked for that one. Hmm. Check out Steven's shirt when we return. Send another letter to Santa. On Pirate Radio Live, we're back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Caps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with our customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with the Pirate Radio Live. I go and I once again talking about the glory days of Around the Horn. Trying to remember people's <laughs> names up there. That was a fun exercise. Unfortunately, we had to go to the Google to yeah. uh, remember Michael Holly and others' names. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good panelists over ye- over the years, though. As I watch this current rendition, I don't know a couple of these guys, but there are two two vets: Woody Page and Gutierrez. Who I can't remember his first name. 
oh man this first time i've seen woody in a while he's looking old yeah but he still looks chipper he's still got his sign in the background is he still right uh in denver he's in denver but he's with uh the abc affiliate like a news station uh okay which is i would love uh, to read him trashing the broncos oh yeah it's just constant everybody's trashing the broncos now it's the only thing to do hey i feel like i was there pretty early on on hackett yeah you were i think after the first game question from skull pirate i go will we finally get a proper full gray baseball uniform this year i don't know i uh i would doubt it because adidas can't match grays that can't be right an apparel company cannot match grays just can't be true that's what it's been told to me in the past by multiple people and why else would ecu not have matching grays i don't know if you could i mean i'd rather see them go out with two-tone grays rather than go out with those random looking like gold tops with gray pants on the road so they have gray pants they just don't have a gray uni yep because they can't match i consider myself um able to change with the times and stuff but one thing i do like traditionally is a baseball white unis at home gray for the road team i'm with you i also like that the i feel like it used to be this way home uniforms say the nickname of the team road uniforms say the city the city i think that's cool yeah and for most part ecu for their white jerseys i feel like most years it says pirates and then all their other jerseys say east carolina or ecu really i've never thought about it from a college standpoint that's definitely yeah, how it is in the pros but i think for a while it's definitely how ecu was i don't know i can't remember how this past year was if they had east carolina or pirates for the white unis all right there is your baseball uniform <laughs> q and a Steven. random random discussion we've started with around the horn and baseball uniforms as we sit here on december the 14th we're in like a there's stuff going on just not going on currently like we do have a layoff with basketball from sunday to saturday yeah. so we have hoops we can talk football it's ongoing but like there's really recruiting. nothing coming out recruiting but, i mean that's yeah. i've spent 95 percent of my time the last two weeks on recruiting and if you're not into recruiting which i heard you and troy talking about the other day like then there's really nothing going on yeah they're practicing for the bowl games but they're the staff is also recruiting and like they they have to kind of prioritize that otherwise they're not going to have a team next year or a good team why uh the large number of decommits this year for ecu i go i think it more than anything it's just kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for i don't think it's a trend more so than it's just and it's what's like random occurrences happen at once uh what's the word i'm looking for um i know what you're saying uh, anyway i'm gonna say that word in just a moment it's just like anomaly (laughs) that's not it (laughs) that's the perfect word i mean i would say that would be like one that's what i thought you were trying to say you said it's not a trend i mean in a way you're right but you're not it's not the word i was thinking so what were you describing i don't know man say say your description again it's not a trend it's it's what it's not an anomaly either because (laughs) it's there are multiple events i would say uh i think it's a coincidence that all these anonymous i'm not gonna try to say because i'm gonna butcher that word (laughs) i can write it easier than i can say it 
uh, that all these things are happening because usually you have one or two of these each class. But here's the real problem is UNC's defense sucks. They have a lot of transfers, and they're looking to poach East Carolina or whatever school that has good defensive commitments late to try and fill their class. And it just so happens that ECU had a really good initial defensive class put together. You had some guys who can clearly play in the ACC talent-wise, and uh, for whatever reason, those prospects were coveted by UNC. You had one at Georgia Tech. It looked like Georgia Tech staff was going to get fired. They retained their coach, and so this guy is going to go to Georgia Tech. And so, and then Indiana is offering like every JUCO prospect or every transfer ECU's after for some reason, and a lot of players are going to Indiana. So it just so happens you've honestly recruited well on the defensive side, and unfortunately, teams have taken notice of that talent and have started to poach it. Am I right when I said that? It's an example of like these schools going after the top dogs, those top dogs going elsewhere, then they have to reassess. Yeah. And, and then ECU's got to go. They're going after commits from Toledo, Memphis. Yeah. Like it's just trickle down. That's just how it is. And then, I mean, that's college football. More times than not, you know, a player is going to take the best offer in terms of what he thinks offers the best exposure. A lot of these guys, especially they grew up in like Charlotte or Atlanta. Do you think they hear more about East Carolina and the AAC or the ACC and North Carolina and Georgia Tech? So to them, they see it, hey, this is the best offer. What's the cool place to sign for all my friends to come to the signing day ceremony? It's not ECU. It's, hey, I can sign with North Carolina. I can wear a Jordan brand T-shirt and sign with UNC. Once they get to said school, just like they could come to ECU over wherever, they figure out, really, does it really matter? It's more about the best fit more so than – what may be perceived as the best opportunity. Yeah. Steven Igo Hoist the Colors joining us. Uh, what time do you need to leave? Whenever. All right. Um, we can go till 5.59. Wow. What a commitment. 5.20. That's the kind of guy he is, and that's why he's here. When I make a commitment, I don't flip. That's why he's... <laughs> I'm staying with Hoist the Colors. I'm staying with 24-7 Sports. I'm staying with Pirate Radio. I was glad to see that, Steven. Very glad to see you uh, sticking around at Hoist the Colors. He is not a flipper. He is here. He's reliable, and uh, he'll be here next week as well, right? Uh, I will be here next week. I will not be here next Wednesday. Oh, you want to do a different day? I never said I, I would not be here next week. I said I'm not going to be here next Wednesday. I was trying to set you up, well, you and didn't. I failed. You failed miserably. Because you are the man. You will not be here next Wednesday because it is a very busy day, both athletically and husbandly. <laughs> it is signing day, simultaneously my wife's birthday. So that that's great. It's <laughs> fantastic. Great, great job great. by the NCAA scheduling that out. Uh, um, All the more reason there should not be a December signing date. Quick Erica question. Did she watch Wednesday? She did. Did she like it? She does like it. I don't think she's finished however many episodes. Is it just one season right now? Just one, yeah. Yeah, but she likes it. All right, good. Did you watch any of it? No. Yeah. I'm not really into the Adams family. Thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, question on signing day. Are we signing high school and JUCO only? This is not portal. Uh, they can sign. It could be they whatever. They can sign whatever. They can announce preferred walk-ons now. They can announce portal guys as long as they basically get a slip of paper. Um, I don't know the exact terminology, but basically saying, hey, I'm attending this school. 
but yeah you can get you can announce basically everybody that you want to now there will be there'll be transfers that announce after signing day and just end up enrolling in a school somewhere but if let's say uh tamir brown from unc he's already committed he'll probably be announced on signing day if they choose to do that all right uh for guys like avery jones uh sean dorso like those scholarships become available immediately basically yeah so you um i believe the rule is you have to be at 85 scholarships when the spring semester starts so there still is going to be some juggling so to speak like you might have over that number or under depending on what happens with the roster going in the spring but so you can be over until that point uh and i I think you still got to be 85 but you know you're not you're not going to be over because all the guys who are signed and only a certain amount are going to enroll yeah versus those leaving so it's it's doubtful that you'd be much over and if you are a little over you probably just you tell the guy he's going to go on scholarship in the summer or whatever uh question should we go all in on getting grayson mccall for two seasons what does go all in mean but anyway should pay we? him 14 million dollars just take all the money raised for pirates unite and just, and just give it to him to grayson McCall. that would technically be going all in okay all right should we do that i think if you're going to go all in i mean i guess grayson mccall is the best quarterback but i think i would rather divvy it up i think i'd rather put that money towards an even better player and i don't know who that would be but maybe you you go after tennessee's quarterback commit five star maybe you know what? let's just go for arch manning and let's get him to uh now to, hold on to greenville and see i feel like i've read you type you several times use, that you're not supposed you're, to you can't but i mean but people do you can have i could call peyton manning right now i could say hey peyton you don't have his number I could if I if I had his number, I could say, "Hey Peyton, uh, there's 14 million dollars in the Pirates Unite campaign, and I've been told that it will be Arch Manning's the moment he arrives on campus." Now, technically, that's illegal, but who's going to prove that? Well, and, you just said it on there. I mean, <laughs> I don't have Peyton Manning's number. This so is a now, hypothetical situation. Next time ECU gets this guy, this big name guy, they're going to go that's back. Fine. We're going to be called into court. I didn't have anything to do with this. That's fine. It's going on around the country. Yeah. And if the NCAA wants to come after me for a hypothetical conversation, <laughs> they got a lot of crap to deal with first. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Next question. If not getting Grayson, who should we go after in the portal at quarterback? By the way, let me say this first. We were talking about this the other day with Troy. You can go to, can you go to Hoist the Colors or to 24-7 and see who is in the portal? yeah there should be uh now we don't have every single person listed like all the fcs players but most of the players definitely the top guys they're gonna be if you go to 24 7 sports and hit the transfer portal link it should come up and you can filter it by position yeah and i did that the other day i was looking for kickers and i didn't see any maybe might, I was, be, might be a glitch i don't know because why. somebody told me that there were and now yeah i see kickers so that wait this is uh last year though so go to the top real quick if you do 23 maybe this is where i didn't see kickers and now i see go. them available all right so uh yeah david kemp so uh yeah if you go to 24 7 sports and click on transfer portal you can see who is in there and available 
we already have charles campbell going from indiana to tennessee he's usf kicker committed to somebody the other day i don't know if it's been updated yet he's going to notre dame i believe north carolina kicker is that the guy that missed down the stretch i believe or a so. different guy he's in the uh, portal so anyway anyways uh you can see who is in there at positions and uh okay so question say east carolina's looking for a qb i go where should they look um the sense i get is that eventually i think they'll add a quarterback but i i think mason is going to be the guy like that's just the sense i get i've been told he's looked really good in bowl practices he's been groomed for this opportunity um and he's waited three years for his chance now i mean they're not just going to hand him the position they're going to have to he's gonna have to earn it and i think they'll bring in another guy but i don't think they're going to go out and add an impact starter i think they want mason to be the guy that's why you recruit mason three years ago that's why he's been getting all the first team reps the last few spring practices sorry i got sidetracked when i saw walter simmons (laughs) i think you're still on 22 somehow well, I've got 23 on. Maybe you need to update well, maybe it. you should freaking press it again. What do you mean again? How many times you got to hit it? I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this stupid site. This site sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, there you go. All right. Any other questions for Igo? Let us know. God, Skull's got a million questions. Who's the starting quarterback at Michigan for ECU? I mean, I just... Oh, he just said it. Yeah. I, Skull does not like your answer. He, I think he wants to... I mean, nobody's going to like the answer for who the starting quarterback is at Michigan unless it's Arch Manning or whoever. Like, who's going to feel comfortable going to that game with a brand new quarterback, transfer or not? Would you feel comfortable with Holt Naylor's? I would feel a lot more I would feel a lot more comfortable. But not but comfortable. He's not going to come back. What do you think the line's going to be? 20... 27? Yeah, I was going, I I mean, was going right around there. All right, let's. You going? Tan over? They don't let me go nowhere. I would love to see Pirate Radio location pregame and fifth quarter on location. Beautiful Ann Arbor. <clears throat> no big Michigan. Good. Let's make a road trip, boys. All right, let's do it. Rick's, We're going. Rick Smith driving. Billy Weaver's. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Weaver's already said he's going. If he gets to go. I mean, why not? Dude? Yeah, let's I'm going to go too. Take this show on the road. Yeah, I'm going. I'll be there. Have Wes back of the studio. Yeah, I got show. you, boys. We got to open up the chest. Let's do that right now. Shirley Rhodes, hit the music. Wait, 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 wait. Where am I in all that? You're on the You're road going. with us. You're coming with us. Okay, just checking. We said Wes will be back here. Yeah, Wes will be back. Right, but then you said, let's go boys. <laughs> and girl. That was, that was like a figure of speech. I'm just, I just wanted to like, clarify. Let's go, guys. That was say, my impression of Wes. And what I meant to say was like, I got you loud and clear. Whatever Wes would say. <laughs> See him four, good buddy. Sitting in that loud chair. And clear. But I happen to say, let's go, boys. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> hey, I got you, boys. <laughs> anyway. And then Rick Smith is driving. You know, I don't mind driving. I recruited Ann Arbor several times. Found Linville Joseph in Ann Arbor. Found Linville <laughs> Joseph. He actually was from Florida, but he was eating dinner in Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. He went to Gobby High School. I thought about Rick Smith earlier during our conversation because he would talk about how Florida State would have like 102 guys on scholarship. Right. <laughs> back in the yeah. back in the day when I wonder 
do you know when they put limits on it i go i don't know the yeah. exact year but i mean just imagine that and ecu's got like 60 right. guys or something like, I, it's I don't amazing know. they competed yeah all right uh treasure chest time We've got awesome prizes in the treasure chest, and we've got one person about to be caller number 12 and win. You will have to call in, hang on the line, answer questions from us, and then we will pick a prize out of the 2022 treasure chest. It's all on the way when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. We have no clue what's going on. Welcome back to the show. Live well and move more and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, get back, getting back to the, into sports... Dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, the Kinetic Physical Therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit KineticPTGreenville.com for more information. Now let's head back in to a very confused Clip Brock. I'm confused. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody marked this off and didn't write it down. I got it. I got it now. So yesterday, well, our winner's name today is Brad Woodard. Is that correct? That is correct. And I was like, wait a minute. That dude just won or somebody with a very similar name just won. And that name was Bill Woolard. Correct? But what did he win? Tiebreakers. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, I am. I don't have it written down either. Who won the Aiden Country Club thing? Quentin Hellier. Oh, okay. Um, that's why it was. I was confused because Boy. a certain person that's name starts with a T and ends with Roy uh, wrote it down wrong. Tyron, Tyroy. Is it Tyron Roy? Tyron Roy. Bill Woolard. Bill Woolard won the tiebreakers. Okay. Brad Woodard is on the Pit Electric Live line. That was a funny comeback in to break. <laughs> Because both of us, could we not. were like, was we it this yelp- guy? No. no. Was it this person? No. <laughs> we went through like all the lists. Shirley said, "Oh, it was it Patrick Brown?" I said, "He won on the first day." I'm like, "Hell, if I know what day it is, half the time, much less who won on the first day." Yeah. I go. Um, Juan has a question. Why is Rice in a bowl game? <clears throat> Do they have five wins? Why is Rice in a bowl game? 
we're going to answer that for you right now this is because they have the highest apr they have really smart players yep yeah they're an academic school they have higher apr than anybody so therefore they get in as probably the only five win team there you go donald Juan. there's your answer all right let's head out to the pit electric live line and talk to our winner brad woodard hello brad hey Chris. how you doing man i'm good where are you calling from farmville farmville north carolina actually bell arthur i guess you'd say bell arthur i get my water from the bell arthur water company that's right that is some fine water let me tell you yeah all right uh brad you have a familiar name um have you won in the treasure chest before i won last year awesome what'd you win yeah uh i won the uh bagel man oh sweet that's a good that's a goodie all right um we'll go around the horn ask brad some questions here uh you ready for christmas brad i am what uh, do you have an all-time favorite christmas gift in your life or one that really comes to mind for you uh I guess one time I went on a trip. I, I can't quite remember where, but but uh, those are those are neat gifts uh, trips that you can can get. I think I think we actually went to Carolina basketball game, and uh, so so that was that was nice. I got to go with my brother and my dad. And okay. My uh, my brother got me the ticket, and uh, that was nice to be able to to do that. Good family memories. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. All right, uh, Shirley Chandler, I go. You have your questions ready for Brad? Uh, Brad, what age did you find out that Santa Claus was not real? <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> Steve and I I maybe, maybe 14. Something like that, probably. Way to kill the vibe. Kids listen. Jeez. What are you doing? Any kids listen to Pirate Chandler, Pirate what's your question? <laughs> Brad, mine's a, a deep question. Um, what is the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> let's see two wrongs don't make a right my mother mm. gave me that advice that's a good one it's pretty good that is a really good one i have my question brad does your dad still look like richard gear mm. yes <laughs> handsome man huh well a little backstory i don't know if i ever said mentioned this on the air but i know i've said it off the air uh brad's dad used to uh be an umpire and when I was in high school and I played softball, uh, Brad's dad would be uh, the umpire, and we called him Richard Gear because he was a dead ringer for Richard Gear from the, you know from the Pretty Woman days. And uh, so we would all get giddy when uh, whenever we saw Brad's dad. So that's where that comes from. Yeah. All right. Um, did you get his looks, Brad? Well, I got I got his gray hair. So. <laughs> uh, somebody asked yesterday, maybe Chandler' uh, favorite sandwich was that you, Chandler? No, that was me, Charlie. Brad, what do you um, what are your favorite condiments to put on foods? Do you you know mayo, mustard, ketchup? Like, what are your favorites? Yeah, Dijon mustard. I guess, um, uh, mayonnaise, salt and pepper. There you go. Got Pretty it. basic. I go. Do you have a non-offensive question? <laughs> if that's an offensive question, then hey, come on. All right, all right, fine. You yeah. want me to ask another about the Easter Bunny? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> don't ruin it no. for everybody. All right, Jeez. I goes out. I goes Tooth out. fairy. Yeah. Y'all have any more questions? Uh, 
I can't wait to tell Brad, Slater. I'm going to go talk to Slater after the show. That's fine. He can't understand you. Brad, we've been asking about – we've had some Commanders fans. We've asked them about their Mount Rushmore of Commanders. We've asked people about their Mount Rushmore of Pirates. What is your Mount Rushmore of Farmville Central athletes? Uh, That's a great question, Brad. Yeah, yeah. There's been some mighty good ones. Uh, you know, comes to mind, Jarvis Lang, Mars Foreman. Uh, they were They were outstanding. Mofo. Mofo. On the Jags. Shirley, fill out the rest of the Mount Rushmore. Two, Two more. more. Uh, Amaya Joyner, the most recent one. A new entry. Um, Crystal Baptist. Do you remember Crystal Baptist, uh, uh, Brad? Yep, yep. Yep. And uh, probably... Got Baby T. Yeah, Baby T. Baby T, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Baby T. Can't leave him out. Pretty much anybody on those championship teams. But uh, also, honorable mention crystal smith yep the freshman the freshman yep. that hit the game-winning shot in 2007 won the state title yeah. yep and reynolds coliseum all right um we read what's available we'll quickly read what has been won a free vip uh year subscription to hoist the colors i go indeed was won by doris dylan uh john moody won the 100 dollars gift card to wings over greenville quentin hell you're Won the $50 gift card to Aiden Country Club and two dozen golf balls, thanks to Brandon Manning, Farm Bureau of Winterville Insurance. Uh, $100 gift card to tiebreakers went to Bill Woolard. Robert Matthews won the Bud Light Carolina Panthers Cornhole Boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Patrick Brown won the tailgate party for 10 and a gift basket from Parker's Barbecue. Susan Deans won a $100 gift card to Coco Sports Bar. The gift cards to Christie's Europub, the Dap House, Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop went to Chris Hill. And Kevin Ainge won the $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique. And now we will find out what Brad wins. Brad, do you have a, uh, a preference for what you win today? Uh, no, not really. All right. We'll take uh, whatever. And they are all great prizes, Shirley. So. Shall I do the drawing now? Do the deed. All right. <clears throat> Mike P said, I don't think Hoist the Colors is real. It's not. <laughs> uh oh, Brad. Oh, boy. You are going to enjoy this. A natural light can jam set, cooler, and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome stuff. We'll have to play a round of Can Jam. You know, I've never played before. I, I played, had to look up what it was. I played it earlier this year. You ever played Can time. Jam, I guess? I have not. Yeah. We'll have to get a game up. Uh, Waylon says, Farmville, Ronald and Donald Reed, men among boys. Yes, they were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ronald and Donald. Like and that. another Lane kid that that gets largely forgotten because of Jarvis, but Tony Lane was also a pretty daggone good football player and basketball player. Yesterday we talked all Washington Commanders. Today we talked Farmville Central Jags. Jag greats. Because Everett. Because Mount Everett. Mm-hmm. Where did he end up, Iga? Still at ECU? Yeah, I see him at yeah. the uh, volleyball games <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what positions he play now? He is playing offensive line. Okay, yeah, I think he's been banged up some this year because i Everett, man that'd be awesome if he could uh because he's still got a couple years yeah, here now he's still right? got a couple years of eligibility. Yeah. man it'd be great to see him on the field all right uh brad congrats man thanks for uh tuning in all these years and supporting pirate radio thank you so much all right there he is farmville's own brad woodard 
which was really confusing Don't call to me Bill Wood- after Bill Woolard won yesterday. Now we just need Ronnie Woodward to call in <laughs> complete the trifecta. You know, Ronnie, I guess, would be eligible since he no longer... He is, but he doesn't listen to Pirate Radio anymore because he has distanced himself from sports. He said that he is no longer into sports. That is you not You are true. kidding me. No, You're That's kidding me. He doesn't like sports at all. He just... I guess then why did he come out to sports trivia? I'm just telling just, lies left and right. Guys. He's a lie guy. I guess a big lie guy. Hoist the colors, not real. Santa, not Santa, real. Santa, not real. Easter Bunny, something's ESPN, going on not with real. Yeah. Ronnie's not even a sports fan. I mean, I'm just out here lying. I'll tell you what Ronnie is. He's a big email guy. He is, man. <laughs> Hey, Ronnie, I'll get in your stupid pool. Stop yeah. emailing Please. me. Hey, Ronnie, if you text me, I'm more likely to get in your pool. Good grief, dude. We don't need five emails about it. The bowls haven't started yet. And I, Take a chill pill, Ronnie. <laughs> Good. Dang. God. Dang, dang. I, um, do y'all have a problem replying, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> replying to people that don't have the same phone as you? No. Like, what? All right. So, like, I have an iPhone. So right. If the, if the we green, text all the time. If the green text pops up, it bothers me, and I'm less likely to respond. Wow. It's just not as smooth. Discrimination. Is that is that am I you're am I telling alone people here? That you're telling people that Santa Claus isn't real and you're discriminating yeah, against like other I, phones. Other phones are not real. I mean, to me, it's iPhone Good only. Gracious, we text constantly. Yeah, well, something was happening on your end because I text and you don't respond. So, well, yeah, well, he, <laughs> he just he doesn't know how to ghost. Um, did y'all read Chad Moore's Dr. Seuss of a tweet? I did not. I keep losing. Yes, I do. I cannot win and feel so blue. So I called and called and called again. I got through, but was caller 10. Oh, that's oh, beautiful, got Chad. In, that is, uh, you know, that's, we should, should write a book. We wow. should give you a prize just for that, but we're not going to. Nope, not going to. <laughs> but we should, but we're not. All right. Um, let's take a break. I go. You going to ride with us one more segment? I don't know. We'll find out after the break. All right, we'll find out. We'll go 40 bowls in 14 days yeah, with somebody even, here. I haven't even done, I've been on the show twice. I've been on the show for a combined two hours, and I've yet to get you had to do it with you last week? Yeah. Damn. And you know which version I prefer? Heavy metal. Dang it. All right. I mean, if you want to if you want to break out one of your new ones. I want to hear the country song really bad. <sighs> that one sucks. I it does country. not. No, it, it does not. No, it does not. You're just lying again. Country Gosh. sucks. Okay, What's wrong with you? The genre of country music I'm not a fan of, but the song we made... Yours is even worse. I, I mean, come on. You can play it for Bryce Williams. What does he come on? Go to break. <laughs> Fine, we'll do country. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market report. It was a down day. Uh, The Dow was uh, down 142 points at 33,966. NASDAQ was down 85 
at 11,170, and the S&P was down 24 at 3,995. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's, have, yeah, uh, <laughs> now let's head back in to PRL. Uh, here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Good appearance from IGO today. It's been very up and down. It's been a roller coaster ride. It's been a ride. Uh, we need to open up 40 bowls in 14 days. Chandler, we got to hear the country version there. Let's do it, man. I feel like we say, just imagine Chandler and I, in fact, we did this earlier today. I've already heard it. We were talking about this uh, this scenario where we're playing this at, uh, we're probably. Square Garden. Or like we're at we're at Bridgestone wanna, Arena in Nashville. I want to be open air. What's the Titans? Is it Nissan? Uh, Nissan? Nissan Stadium. We're at Nissan. In Nashville. And there's a giant stage, and it's got one of those stages like... It's got a long aisle. Like Foo Fighters, where Dave Grohl will run down all the way and when the crowd. There's a great version of Everlong live. where he, You've probably seen Everlong live, haven't you? Seen it twice. Man. Huge guy. flex. This guy. Huge flex. Um, but we're performing the song... We hit it. Well, first of all, curtain drops. We hit out 40 bones. No, the, all right, here it is. The curtain's up. Yeah. There's lights. You, you, see, you see our shadows. <laughs> you see our shadows behind the curtain. We're like huge. Our shadows are huge. And it says, and we start the song, and then the lights, 40 bones in 14 days. And as soon as it says days, the curtains go down. Man, everybody's going nuts. And I then Chandler. Like- has his guitar and he's just walking down I'm, I'm that walking long down. ramp and he's saying mama mama said 40 bones papa said 14 days. and everybody's and just the, singing along I'm, I'm sure the live version is so much better than the studio probably version. so I mean, well, yeah yeah we, i'm we, sure we, the energy would just be off the charts <laughs> all right that's our opening song and our only song <laughs> and then we just hit <laughs> run it back Shirley, let's hit it. 40 bowls in 14 days, country version. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. My favorite part, by the way. Mama said 40 bows. Papa said 14 days. Mama said 40 bows. Papa said 14 days. 40 bows. 14 days. 40 bows. In a 14 day. I said 40 bows. In a 14 day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Man, man, man. Goosebumps. Uh, Goosebumps. It's my second time listening to that song. It does grow in you. Know, first time is a little. <laughs> We've got them hooked. Not much there, but for, second time, I, I can see it. And I think the more I listen to it, the more I'm going to like it. And you're not Lord even Lord. a country fan. I'm not. But that's yeah. something about Fortune it, man. Indeed. When we hit that, man. When it, when it just drops out, 
goes into that country song. I mean, that's just mm. that speaks to me. Yeah, yeah. Like I really feel like we can fill up Daddy Ficklin's. I think so. I mean, it could be just as successful as uh, who's Eric Church. Like Parmalee's coming yeah. home, and we open for them or we something. Op- yeah, was it opened. Garth Brooks it was, that was supposed to play the one? Time? No, it was Eric Church that played there. But somebody was supposed to, and it fell apart. It was uh, was it the big guy acting? Uh, Blake Shelton. Yeah, Blake, Blake Shelton. Shelton. Carolina kickoff, right? That's yeah. what it was called. That everybody had a fit about because it wasn't the East Carolina kickoff. Speaking of Blake Shelton, you ever seen uh, Gwen Stefani? No doubt in concert. I have not seen them. Right. Are they still together? Yeah, that. Uh, that I don't know. Yes. I don't. I, so, so nobody yes. knows. Nobody. No knows. one knows. Nobody, nobody knows. I don't think. I don't think they're still together. The band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Charlie. <laughs> the band, or you mean Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton? Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. They're not together anymore. Oh they're still together <laughs> all right don't act like you don't back. what are we doing i don't even remember what we're doing we're, anymore we're do, we need to, do hey. we need to hit it again no but kenny has a great idea and i think we might have said this but he says might want to try it out at the buck on open mic night <laughs> yeah build that fan base local first that's a good idea kenny would you be a fan of like would you come see us at no. the buck please no. nobody would it's like nobody knows about Gwen Stefani and Blake Show. Nobody knows if they're still together. I don't think they but are. But everybody though. knows that Santa is real. Correct. Unlike Stephen Igo. Igo, your game is the guaranteed rate bowl. It is Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin <clears throat> on Tuesday, December 27th. This is after the Birmingham Bowl. So are y'all not doing the Birmingham Bowl in the 40 bowls of 14 days? I skipped over it. I don't know what we're going to do with that. We'll save that for something. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll have Holt Naylor's picket tomorrow when he joins us. Uh, sounds... I mean, might as well. We'll do that. Put them on the record. All right. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin. First off, Chandler. Showing off. Chandler is a sports guy. His sports brain. He didn't know this was the matchup. Ask Igo a, a trivia question about Oklahoma State or Wisconsin. Man, this is uh, too easy for him, I feel like. What former NFL running back? Fumbled. There's played, a lot of former played, Wisconsin running backs. Played at Wisconsin that is not named Melvin Gordon. <laughs> uh, Monty Ball, Ron Dane, James Monty White. Oh, James White. <laughs> He's naming all of I them. Mean, you can't them. just be like, <laughs> you only got one of those right, the one you're thinking So which about. one, Monty Ball? Monty Ball is the one I was thinking uh, of. Name three Ball. Oklahoma State receivers that played in the NFL in the last 10 years. James Blackman. Des Bryant, and there's got to be another good one. I thought you were going to say, the guy I was thinking of first, is his name James Washington? Who's Washington that went to the Washington, Steelers? did he play Okie State? I think so. Yeah. What he, former, uh, who's the quarterback that went to Oklahoma State that went to the Steelers? Rudolph? Him and Washington uh, played yeah. together. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. What for, <laughs> we're out of time. What former uh, Oklahoma State running back is currently in the league and plays in the uh, NFC South? Chuba Hubbard. Yes. I go. Uh, Oklahoma State. All right. How about them Cowboys? Thanks for joining us. Check out hoistthecolors.net. A ton going on there. I've enjoyed reading it this bowl season. Lots of recruiting, lots of VIP content. 50% off now. All right. Thanks, Steven. We'll take a uh, one-day timeout. Come back with you tomorrow. Holt Naylor's joins us.
Joe Cashin, play-by-play voice of Coastal Carolina, joins us. Kevin Monroe joins us. Jeff Nadeau joins us. Troy D will be here. We got a big show on Thursday, and we will talk to you at 3 o'clock on Thursday for Shirley Roach, Chan Mann, Stephen Igloo, and the crew. I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.